Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rhyme of the Frostmaiden here on Dork Tales. How's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, it is Monday night, and apparently we're all feeling all right. Um, and uh, please let me know uh, if my microphone picks up my fan, because it is getting warm, and this is a winter game, so a lot of us are wearing winter clothing. Uh, so if you can hear my fan, let me know. I'll turn it down a little bit. Um, so... Uh, Welcome to Rhyme of the Frostbaden, episode 32. Crazy. Right? I know. 32 episodes, right? This uh, is going to be a, a big fun one. You guys have finally made it to the uh, to the doomed city of Yithrin. Uh, you've made it through the Caves of Hunger, largely intact, thanks to just pure luck, which is pretty great. Uh, and I am excited to see what you do here. I've spent all day going through my notes and, and remaking things and, uh, and doing some fun stuff uh, to get y'all ready for this. And uh, I'm very excited. So, if this is your first time joining us, I'm the Dungeon Master. My name's Kelly. Boom, it's on the screen finally. Uh, after 31 episodes. Um, thank you very much to my graphic designer, Michael, for, for putting that on. Um, I should have asked for it a long time ago. Uh, so anyway, hi, I'm Kelly. I use he and him pronouns, and I'm happy to be here tonight because I get to run the final arc of Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, and uh, hopefully you all will enjoy it. Why don't we go ahead and pass this? Let's start with Robin tonight. Hi, Robin. Hello. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, they pronouns, and I'm playing everyone's favorite mountain dwarf barbarian, Vistra. Nice. Yeah. How was your week, Robin? Good? Question mark? Okay. I for, kind of forget what the week was, to be honest. I it was a blur. Oh, I got vaccinated. That was that was a hype. Yay! Of the week. Yeah. Oh, hi. Um. So that was great. Um. Yeah. Nice. All right. I don't oh. know. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't cool. Prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for the question. I was. I was gonna like inquire as to your week. I'm a caring friend and dungeon master. Mike, how's it going? Hey, everyone. My name is Mike. Do, do you I, need a second? Do you want to start that again? You want to go no, again? I'm good. Okay, you're good. I'm good. Okay, you seem like I caught um, you off guard. Yeah, you, you did, but it, it's I worked my way into it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's take it from the top. Ready? Mike. Hey, everyone. My name is Mike. I use they, them pronouns. Tonight, I'm playing our human bard, Katarina Firestring. Uh, and my week has gone great uh because i left a job and i start a new job tomorrow Woo! it's exciting slightly nervous but exciting you're gonna do great and it's, it's, uh, it's all about stuff that you really care about yeah and yesterday i actually went for a really nice flight which was just great it was my first uh solo recreational flight in six years Holy crap. Congratulations. So, I was super stoked on that. Everything went really well. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Hello, Christine. Oh, hello. Oh, one sec, sorry. That's okay. I was busy picking my spells. Birds are loud today. Yeah, I also have the window fairly wide open. No, like, warm. birds are loud outside this window, too. Yeah, also the tree right there. Oh, yeah. They really love sitting there. And That's just, true. Nah, 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 nah. But hello, I am Christine. I use she/her pronouns, and I am playing 
Callie Thornhill tonight. Uh, she is our halfling druid, and she is utterly adorable and fantastic and just kicks ass. It's true. She's great. I just hate uh, her outfit right now because it's like 23 degrees here. That's fair. Really 23 degrees for Americans is warm. 23, it's, well, 23 degrees for Americans is very cold, but 23 degrees for the rest of the world is very I hot. I mean, I'm sure they can figure it out. It's not hard to no, extrapolate we, that okay. it's obviously not actually 23 Fahrenheit. And they can go look up what the Celsius means. Just, just trust me. I have me. to look up what they mean whenever they say Fahrenheit anyways. Just, just trust me. Being being from the U.S., it's not automatic. They're, they're, generally, the immediate reaction is, what? Yep. Yeah. Well, you know. Then, you know. No, no. See, I do. See, I am giving them an opportunity to start extrapolating. Eh. Or they can just think I'm crazy. It's easier. Yeah, that's that's probably where we go do. first. Crazy Canadians. Boom. See, that's more oh, yeah. on them. It's hot. It's 23 me. degrees Fahrenheit. It's practically summer. I don't really summer. have a problem with that. Being a crazy Canadian, you wouldn't. Uh, speaking of someone who has a problem with being a crazy Canadian, I don't know. I was, just, I was trying to segue. I was in. like, great segue. I guess. I, I don't Hello. know. I don't know. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, Hayden. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Hayden Davio. I'm playing Lysithian Callisto, our moon elf wizard. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and so does Lysithian, so that makes y'all's life super easy. Uh, my week's been redonkulously chill. I started making dice, and after game tonight, I'm going to pull a crap load of dice after I take my makeup off, so that'll be a good time. I really fucking hope they turned out. We'll find out when I'm... they come out of the pressure pot. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they're gonna be great. If they look anything like the ones that you uh, you showed me earlier, like they're gonna be great. I hope so. Okay. Um, all right. So with that, uh, I want to say hello to everybody in our chat. Right, who's watching us live, and if you're watching us later on YouTube, hi to you as well. Good to have you with us. Um, and ooh, got some love for Callie in the chat right now. Really? I wasn't yeah. looking at the chat. I'm still yep. busy with spells. Me too. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, so going into this, I've got one hurt the more, Aww, one something you, good Shepard happens, 7117. and one drama bomb. Drama bomb is from JJ, and the hurt the more and something good happens are from uh, DM Mike. I also have so, a belated thing that I owe Chef Aladeth, which I'll be doing in a second. Yeah, what's up? I I feel like maybe this is a question for the chat. How much do you think the party deserves me to prepare lesser restoration? Deserves? Or should I just not bother and let them be diseased and poisoned and all that? <laughs> if it happens. Do you have Revivify prepared? Uh, I don't think I get that. Yeah, not a cleric. Do druids get that in Tasha's? I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure I have it in... Do you have uh, another hurt the more, Kelly? Let me double I'm just looking this. through the stuff in my... Yeah. Uh, you might just have Lesser Restoration. Oh, actually, you got Revivify as of Tasha's. Yep. Oh, okay. That's why. Go. So I was gonna it, say, I'm like, I know I have. I was like, I know I have. I've reincarnated. <laughs> so uh, here are the additional spells, Christine. Again. Just, just to make, just to make your life complicated. The new ones you get are um, protection from evil and good, level one. Augury, continual flame, enlarge, reduce, and summon beast. Aura of vitality, elemental weapon, revivify and summon fey. Divination. What um, level is revivify? Three. It's third level, yeah. Uh, fire shield and summon elemental and then if you you don't have level fives right i do but i only get one slot so i'm not gonna bother too much with that uh well don't forget as well that because we're using tasha's uh oh no bards don't get revivify no they uh, so do not. and mike you looked up all of your additional tasha's ones right 
yeah, I believe I did. Yeah, because you used mass healing word. Did you not? Yeah, uh, I think she has. No, we uh, we changed. She used that. song of rest one time. Ah, that's Callie right. so, so, has mass healing word, or ah, she okay. did. I don't yeah, currently I, have it prepared. I have contagion prepared instead because that thing dope. <laughs> Mike, you might want to consider giving Katarina a mirror image. Mirror. Next, you can swap out spells because that is now a bard spell, and mirror image saves lives. Mirror image is mirror so image is good. great. It, it it is like one of the OG. Like I could have mage armor, or okay. I could have a twelve point five percent hit chance. Unprepare earthbind, which is the one that could bind something that flies to zero flying speed. Mm hmm. I think I that. Once you get a look at this place, you're not going to think that there's much gonna, many flying enemies going to be here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, before we hop in, real quick, everybody has determination, if I'm not mistaken? I believe so. I oh. think so. All right. So going in, you all have your determination. You all have your inspiration. I do not have any right now. You do not? Okay. It is erased. So I must have used okay. it sometime last session and didn't get it re replaced. Yeah. I don't have the fact that I have determination. All I didn't right. write it down that I have it. Well, so then I you don't. don't. Think I got Ooh. it. And you two have it written down that you have it? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Thank you for your honesty, Robin. I'm removing Robert. your... I said Robin. I heard Robin. I'm like, okay. All right, Robin. Rabid. Robin. Rabid. Ra raging Robin. Rabid. Robins. All right. So, hey, folks, we're going to hop into game right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. And let's go have some fun down under. Are the birds really audible, by the way? Not really. Okay, cool. Every once in a while, but yeah, not but like... Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not loud. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, you can hear a bird. Okay, hold on. Okay, wow. Better. Four people bought Callie determination. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, one person one got this. and then um, Callie. <laughs> so, Bongmaster, Alicorn King, and Trizelta, I will refund you. One sec. Okay, so I have popped those back on your screens as well. All right, and... All right, plus determination. Welcome back to Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. <clears throat> After last episode, you all continued downward, downward through the ice tunnels, making your way ever onward. As you went, you could see tracks left by the Nothics days before. The passage ahead of you is at least a mile long. It winds and twists and turns as the ice, this tunnel of jagged, ragged ice surrounds you, suffocates you, strangles the very sight from your eyes. As you continue forward, Velen, your human companion, is eager. An elderly woman, she pushes ahead with more vim and vigor than you've seen from her in quite some time. Although she is exhausted, and you can see that incessant shaking of her fingers, 
is even more prominent now as she grows nervous, excited, anxious. She is abuzz with energy. Come now, she says. We have to keep going. No rest for the wicked. And before long, you're rewarded for your time and energy in the caves behind you. The tunnel opens into a vast grotto enclosed by gleaming ice. Consigned to this frozen sepulcher is a fantastic city sculpted by ancient magic and illuminated by a haunting green and purple light show Although these lights shed no warmth, the city is slightly tilted. Its spires leaning away from you as though recoiling from your presence. It looks like a children's top that has lost its momentum and tipped to one side. And as you gaze upon its beauty, standing atop a frozen causeway of ice that stretches toward the city like a dead, frozen tongue of some hideous behemoth, out of whose mouth you stretched and stepped. You behold the wonder of this ancient, forgotten city. And in that moment, that brief, that brief overwhelming of awe as your breath is stolen directly from your lips, Lysithian, you start to gain a sense of composure about yourself. Magic beyond your wildest dreams lies ahead of you. If only... Bother, bother, bother. You hear a ping in your head. Bother, bother, bother. I'm bothering you now. I'm bothering you at a great distance with sending. Bother, 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 bother. I have 25 words to bother you with. Bother, bother, bother. I think that I will bother you more... What an interesting time to bother me. We have just found something most interesting, but why would you ever want to know? It would bother you much more not to find out, wouldn't it? I'll hold this to myself. Let it bother you. I have no idea if that was 25 words. I wasn't fucking counting. Neither was I, so that's fine. <laughs> so it'll cut off whatever it does. <laughs> All right. Love it. Immediately, before your missive finishes sending, another one hits your ear. I was saying that I will bother you. I will bother you so hard and so deep, wherever you are, that you'll be bothered like no other. I will pester you, like I'm pestering you right now. Let me read to you this book of names. It is all of the people. In Brinchander, and I will read them to you. A. Aronson, B. Brakowski, C. Uh, actually, this is smudged. Maybe, oh. Actually, this is kind of expensive. I will bother you later. Toodles. Okay, now I have to know, another one says. What did you see? I need to know, you're bot- I'm not bothered at all, but I need to know what you saw. Tell me. This is- if you tell me, I'll stop bothering you for... a few days, perhaps. 
it'll bother you more to know that I didn't prepare sending for the day, so you'll get have to live with the fact that you'll never know how deeply bothered I will be. How deep below we are. Where do you think we are? What do you think we're doing? Does it bother you? Not to know? To know that I found magic much more powerful than you? And that's it. Okay, I think he's out of spells for the day now. Yes, and I didn't prep sending. He can suck my dick. <laughs> oh, with all that bothering, he would, you know, never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, my God. I just uh, take off my gloves. It's too hot. It's too, it's too hot. <laughs> I'm in so. face paint in the summer. It's hot, man. So as you step inside of this cave, there's one thing that's going to strike you. Strange. Looking directly ahead of you, you'll see this immense necropolis. And uh, by the way, those of you who are on roll 20 right now, uh, allow me, you have access to the image. For those of you who are not, Bellin, don't fall out. It's so cool. Oh, it's so fucking neat. I yeah. Mean, roll 20. Um, you see it stretching out before you, but it's warmer in here than it is. There's something about this city that radiates a little bit of warmth, at least. Mind you, it's not warm, but the absolute freezing temperature is now just death by exposure, not death by existence. Your breath will still come hot and steamy out of your mouth, but ahead of you. The city is alive, and at this distance, you you cannot quite see all of the all of the denizens of the city, but you will see that there are some shapes moving in the distance, like ants trailing toward a hill. There are creatures inside of this city. Now, a couple of things that I want to tell you about this area. This city basically on top of a frisbee, has fallen into this cavern thousands upon years ago. It is lit. No matter where you go, the streets are illuminated by street lamps, as well as building interiors and exteriors, unless I inform you otherwise. Let's see. Um, the ceiling of this is 800 feet high. This cavern is incredibly immense. Wow, okay, that was, that's big. That is very big. Uh, this, in in actuality as well, let me see, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12. Uh, I believe that the entire width of, the, of uh, Yithrin is between 1,000 and 1,200 feet wide. So, um, they don't about a quarter, quarter, about a quarter mile then. Yeah, it's about a, it's about a quarter mile, just like just in diameter. Damn. So let me check real quick. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got a radius of about about six hundred to seven hundred feet. So, as you look at this, you will feel that there is just a sense of ancient magic all around you. You stand atop that ice causeway, 
that stretches into the southern reaches of the town. And as you stand there, Valen will point forward. We should probably get going and be careful. The Nothics said that we needed to go to the towers. Seems like there are a lot of towers. They were probably being subjective. Mayhaps we'll find something more telling inside of the city's limits. I think that's probably our best bet. And if we need to find these towers, mm -hmm. start at square one. Maybe there's like a directory when you get right in the city about like go here for there and go there for there. I highly doubt that is the case, Vistra. Wow. Seeing as it's an ancient city. The ancient people could have been forward thinking. Actually, on this one, I have to weigh in with Vistra. Who knows what type of advances have been forgotten by the past when, when Netheril fell. I guess we'll soon find out. You're right about that. And Velen breathes a shaky, steamed breath into her shivering, mitted hands. Shall we? Let's. Why not? Alright. Stepping forward. Let's see. Uh, now, it has a note in here that I'm going to share with you. This is for, for the DM. As I as you explore the necropolis, I'm going to call your attention to uh, to numbered locations that you can see. These are the most intact buildings. There are others, um, so I'm going to name like basically. Um, I know this kind of looks like an amusement park in many ways. Uh, so and actually, let me swap over real quick so that people can get a sense of what this place looks like. So this looks kind of like an amusement park. In many ways, I'm going to be calling out the most specific attractions. Uh, with that in mind, however, um, you can investigate other things. Unless you say otherwise, I am to assume that you explore at a cautious rate of 200 feet every five minutes. So let me know if that is not what you are planning to do. I'm assuming you're not going to be like swank walking down the street like... Like the Ghostbusters no. at the end of the real Ghostbusters intro. Although, if you were going to, I'd be really impressed and proud of you. All right. So, stepping forward, who? What is your marching order? Uh. As stupid as it is, Lysithian would probably want to take points because they're very curious about this. Sounds good. Cat will be following Lysithian. This just probably taking up the big. Okay. I guess Callie will be in the middle then. Alright. Moving forward. You start heading down the causeway. Green and purple lights cast an otherworldly glow upon the frost draping the silent city. 
Clawing spires, broken domes, and steeples leaning at odd angles surround a huge citadel. At the foot of the causeway, a giant statue lies prone and motionless, its surfaces gleaming with rhyme. It's a 21-foot-tall statue, and uh, it's strangely shaped. It's a faceless, misshapen giant holding an immense hammer. Um, as you approach, Velen will stop to take a look at it. Uh, and anybody who is going to as well can make me an investigation roll. I would like to. Uh, what's my investigation? Uh, you have advantage. Not 20. Not 20? Okay. Advantage? You will, Hayden. Okay, yeah. that's going to be uh, 23. 23. Uh, you and Katarina are immediately going to notice very particular black-fletched arrows plunged into this statue's chest, throat, and face. Drow. The drow that were chased off by the Nothics were here, and they shot this statue. And that's when you begin to notice that there is a slight pooling, not blood, but some other type of liquid potentially formed. It could be poison that dripped out, or it could be something that leaked out of the statue itself. Looking down, you'll realize after brief inspection that this this statue, this creature, its belly, when you chip away a bit of the ice, is a gaping maw with two rows of shark's teeth. Whoa. The creature in front of you is 21 feet tall. A pair a pair of shorter claws flank two long claws with the nails, the, the talons dangling off as long as as long as daggers. The maw in the center of its stomach is hideous. They're sexless, and this one is 21 feet tall. The hammer that it holds in its hand is almost 19 feet long. They are terrifying. Uh, however, as you are, as you're looking at it, you will see that um, this this was a creature at one point, but now it is, it is made of stone now. Whatever liquid poured out of it, perhaps it bled then. It's frozen to the side of its stone-like car, uh, its stone-like flesh. Do we think there are more than here? Could be more creatures. We don't know if it's specifically this one. I mean, we know that we saw stuff moving in here, so we we know there's things here. Yeah. All right. Um. Does it look like fully solidified? Like yes. there's no cracking or anything like that? No. Um, from the wounds, you can see that it looks like the stone goes all the way in. With that investigation roll, both of you are going to know that it looks like it it is either made of stone or is now petrified. 
Okay. Hold on just a moment. Velen reaches into her pouch and pulls out Professor Scant, who awakens with a gleam as the ball begins to spin. Hmm. What can I do for you? What is this creature? Scanning. Tomb Tapper. Also known as Falud. Which means faceless. Wrought from a fusion of magic and elemental earth, these sexless, hairless warriors stood between 15 and 21 feet tall, possessing a lust for magic and inherited memory composed of recollections from the souls sacrificed in their creation, and an insane hatred for non-human spellcasting creatures. You feel like the ball's looking at you for a moment, Lysithian. Tomb tappers were known to dig through rock and earth with their claws or use their metal sledgehammers to shatter rock as needed. The netherese were usually sent... Pardon me. The netherese sent the Thalud into the Underdark to exterminate their enemies. Most notably, the magic-devouring funnel-shaped creatures known as the Ferim. Other creatures targeted by them included Mind Flayers, Darrow, Drow, and Duragar. They communicate with one another by means of a humming sound created by skin vibrations. Is that all? So if we hear humming, fucked. Well, then we keep our ears out. Quite. Low power mode. Engaged. Well, those okay. sound just pleasant. This one is solidified, so... Let's keep an eye open for ones that aren't. Exactly. And keep an eye out for whatever solidified it, too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Look like drow arrows, at least, so... Well. We don't know exactly what could be down here or who could be down here. It's very much a toss-up. It's true. Well, we just have to be careful. Yeah. Moving forward, Velen takes point. Tell the rest of you catch up, at least. She's not very fast. Several crooked spires branch off from the perimeter wall. Bridges lead to their entrances. A stone walkway leads to a tower on your right that claws upward and inward, its pointed roof leaning menacingly overhead. Narrow windows pierce its walls and gargoyles cling to its eaves and a doorway at the tower's base gapes open. However, you don't have to go here. There are many places that you can go. Uh, looking at the map that you have in front of you, you can, of course, tell me if you'd like to head. I believe I have put the... Actually, I have not. One moment. Let me... Make... Oh, the, the numbers? Yeah, I'm going to put the numbers on. Are, actually, are the numbers visible for you? No. Not for me. Okay. No. Then I will... No numbers. I will put those on the token layer. There oh, there they are. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So you are at Y1 right now, which is at the, the bridge. There we go. All right. And uh, so, right now you are at Y1, which is at the base of this tongue of ice. Who is going to be the first one to step 
on to Yithrin. I did say I was taking points. Yeah, I'm assuming Lysithian. I would like to be. All right, Lysithian, directly ahead of you, you are going to see the ground rise up at a steep angle. This place is tilty. This is going to be difficult to walk on. Bracing yourself, do you just take a step off? I'm going to step carefully, if I can. Absolutely. Stepping onto the surface, it's it's basically at like a 30 degree angle, so you prepare for that lower back pain and calf pain that's coming. As soon as you step on it, um, the nearest party member might in reflexively try to prompt you up, because for, for a second it looks like they start to fall. Lysithian, the moment that you step on the surface, the direction directly north of the flat of this becomes up. Gravity is situated on the angle. As in, you are easily standing as if as if this were level ground. Oh, that's so cool. So it's like almost like you have magnetic boots and you're just like what? It's a little bit disorienting, but yes. don't worry about it. Cat's gonna step down. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> Move out of the way I'm, so they can step in. I'm not gonna like this magic city, am I? <laughs> I just... If I like it, probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> At least I'm glow to the ground with my gravity. Nice. <laughs> All right, as soon as you step on it, gravity shifts back and you find yourself standing in the city. Well, and who, can I get your passive perceptions again, please? It is 16. Thank you. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear cats. 19. 19? Okay, uh, Callie, what's yours? 18. Okay. And Vistras is 12? 11. 11. I was, I was thinking 11, but it was 12. Um, oh, she's so Ivy, like, apparently. I, Ivy and Vistra both well. don't, aren't great. <laughs> I forgot my proficiency went up. Mm -hmm. Fan oh, so yours is 19 as well? Yeah, I didn't update that when my proficiency okay. went up. Glancing around, both of you are going to notice that inside of the nearest wizard spire, that curved hooking tower directly to your right, uh, that would be Y2 on the map there, right next to the ice tunnel, you are going to see a shattered vial lying in front of the doorway, and then behind it, the barest outline of a boot. It looks like, like a body to Sorry, um, so that's going to be Callie and uh, Kat that see that. Is oh. that a boot? Yeah, okay. it looks like it. Now lies at the end season. What's that? I'd like to investigate it and just like check it out. Because you said there is a broken vial as well, yeah? Yes, there is. Cool. All right. 
investigation uh, check. Sounds good. Moving closer. Bye. It's not very good. Thirteen. Okay, thirteen. Approaching and looking down at the vial, you'll see that it was at one point what appeared to be mm, likely a healing potion. The ingredients add up. A bit of toenail, some eye of newt, and as well as the label that is wilted over decades that says potion of superior healing that begins to curl off the side from the from the moisture in the air. Are the rest of you investigating this little area as well? Uh, Vistra's probably just going to take a, because she can see for a mile, she's probably just going to take a look at the city. Okay. See what she can see. Sounds good. Great view. Uh, as you do, make me a perception roll to see what you can see. Oh boy. Um, the rest of you. So, uh, Lysithian, you head over and start looking at this body. Are the rest of you going over as well? Uh, I'm. I want to check out the see if there's anything that stands out particularly in the city itself from here. Okay, sounds good. So, hanging back with Vistra, you can make me a perception yeah. roll as well. Ooh. And what'd you get, Vistra? I got a 19. Oh, beautiful. I got a dirty 20. All right, so, and uh, Callie, what are you doing? Going over to look and see what the heck that thing is. Sounds fantastic. So I'm going to separate you into two quick body. Um, Okay. And so. One moment, please. Which, can I just remark on how weird my lighting is right now? <laughs> the fact that all the light's coming from this side? And so is the light on the background? Well, that's the kitchen side. Oh. So what it is is that the sun is coming in through this way, hitting the wood wall and reflecting yellow light at me. It's very weird. And I'm very, very just like, ha. All right. Uh, Looking directly ahead of you, uh, you are going to both see walking down the lane and Mike will be right back okay so actually uh, Mike had to run off to grab something real quick so do you Vistra do you mind if I take care of uh, of the twins first go for it twins I don't know as you step forward and investigate the body. Valen trails behind you as well, looking. You will see that there is a long dead. A long dead, you think male? A half-orc lies on the ground. Decades dead. Covered in frost. A deep wound has long since destroyed what was left of their side. And you can see that it's... Well, actually, one moment. Let me double-check that real quick. Okay. Actually, yeah. Uh, It looks like this thing froze completely before any of uh, the Nothics that came from this city could find it, for the body is frozen solid. It's dressed in... It's dressed in dark purple robes. And clutched in its hand is a spell book. Does it have anything cool in there, Lysithian? Which? It's a book, right? 
It looks like a spell book to me, so I will take it and I'll start okay. flipping through. Uh, can you give me a strength check? I can. Can I poke through the ropes? Oh, that's so Lysithian. Mm-hmm. Ooh, where's... Uh, so it's going to be two, because I have no modifier to strength. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, Lysithian. Um, Callie, Lysithian is going to lean down, and they're going to grab onto the side of the book, and it, they're going to be unable to take the book out of the frozen grasp of this dead wizard. I'll help. Okay, uh, you may roll... Pretty stuck. Okay, both of you may... Er, go ahead and roll with advantage using Callie's help. Okay. We're both just like... <laughs> All right. I rolled a one and a two. Are you kidding me? Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, just firebolt it. That's a good point. Going to just wouldn't that burn the book? No, I'll just do it at like its wrist, like close range, like y'all. Okay. <laughs> Make me a spell attack roll. Alright, plus one fucking ba- Basically, just don't botch this, please. Or uh, do. That's going to be 13. Cool. Uh, so with a quick firebolt, you will <laughs> shatter the frozen body at the wrists. The robe seems untouched. Even though you're sure that you struck it. The book will... will yield into your hands, several of the fingers still grasping on to the leather cover. Like icicles. As you take a look at this, um, the, the book will open easily. It appears to be a very hardy spell book. Perhaps magically so. And... As you begin to flip through it, um, I'm assuming that you are going to flip through it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, You will find that it has a number of things in it, along with spells, uh, many of which you already have. There are several, several notes listed inside. And uh, if you'd like, please give me an investigation roll to to basically kind of glean some information out of this. Okay, Lysithian, now you're doing your thing. Yay! 25. 25? Okay. Uh, so I'll get back to you in one moment because it's going to take you okay. a minute to do this. Callie, as the body begins to melt, you are going to be able to search around. Um, how are you looking through looking through the corpse? Um, I'm going to kind of pat its pockets. Okay. And probably use a dagger to kind of list stuff up a little, so maybe I don't touch something cursed right away. Okay. So that sounds So with fine care, because this is obviously some sort of magey type, and knowing Lysithian, it, it, mm, care is needed. Alright, so the robes that you were looking at, um, there are a few things that you will find on the body still. Um, no healing items of any kind. It looks like they were trying to heal themselves when, well the end came. Uh, But as you are searching through the body, you will find that there is um, a set of alchemist supplies, a little travel kit, basically, uh, as well as a a red ink uh, vial and bone quill. And you'll also find that there is a potion of poison. Well, 
There is a potion of poison. It's empty now. You will find that lying on the floor beneath the body. Probably That's a painless way to go. Oh. Well, I, I mean, if there was nothing around, I don't blame you. Uh, looking at this, though, what you will see is that these robes, um, draped atop them, is that luxurious purple cloak. You're very nice. Yes, it is. And, um, actually, you know what? I'm going to say the robes themselves are the purple thing. Um, so the robes themselves are quite luxurious, uh, purple, and completely free of any debris or damage, even any blood from Ooh. that horrific wound at this orc side. These look like they're probably worth something, Lysithian. They're not damaged. Okay. You think they've got armor spells on them? That That's a possibility. I'm not really proficient with anything of that sort. I mean, but I there's... think purple's your color. Right, let me look at it while you keep reading the book. Go ahead. I'm gonna it's keep flipping through. Robes of protection. Similar to a cloak of protection. Ooh. Quite useful. It should be able to be used by just about anyone here so long as it's fashioned forward. I mean, they might be a bit big, but a belt will solve that. If as long as you're not weirded out by taking them off a corpse and wearing them. I personally don't care, but, um, so long as we're respectful, but if... I mean, we can leave him, like, not something to cover him. If you're not opposed to it, I would like to maybe take it. Yeah, go for it. They okay. said purple's kind of your color. A little bit. I Just do a like little. Purple. Blue Just and purple little goes well together. Thank you. <laughs> um, as you flip through the book, if you want to take a moment to slough them on Lysithian, you'll find that actually yep. they fit you just fine. Almost tailored. Fine. Um, and those who watch Lysithian slough this on will see the, the sleeves kind of, almost of their own accord, slide over their fingers and like tighten, almost like watching like spandex conform to body size. Oh, that's useful. Uh, Lysithian, you gain the effect of Cloak of Protection. That is a plus one AC and a plus one to all saving throws. That's a mother heckin' wondrous item right there! <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's, uh, It is! I'm on D&D cool. Beyond! It's a pretty basic one, but, uh... But, still heckin' wondrous item. Thanks, bitches! <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that voice is, but, uh, enjoy. It's, it's the correct one. <laughs> Uh, uh, the holy shit! I just got a cloak of protection, and I'm a wizard. Outside <laughs> we, on the main. We need like some fan art of Lysithian just doing like a little like swish with a robe edge. <laughs> you can slough something on. Yeah, sure. Why not? You can. You can. You kind of like. I think like it's like sh it's like shrugging something on is how I would interpret that. Yeah, like you're like shrugging. It's it just on. very, yeah. very sloppily done. Yeah. Sloughing. Yeah, that's kind of how I I see it. So I'm gonna. Also, welcome back, Mike. I hope your head's feeling better. To cast off or become cast off, to slowly crumble and fall away, to get rid of or discard, irksome, objectionable, or disadvantageous. Yeah. Eh, I'm going to say, like, you know. Eh. You can slough something on in this world. 
because it's magic. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. little off, but like, you know. I mean, yeah, technically slough is slough to Slough it like, on, slough it off. You perform for four hours straight and get 100% right. All right. Generally, it's used in a sloppy. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, sort of way, so. But that is a good point. Meanwhile, the other two of you will see marching in a procession down the road four figures, human-sized, wearing armored armored shoulders, helmets, as well as greaves, wearing short-sleeved tunics with dark blue sword-shaped, um, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Is it halberks? The, uh, not halberk, um, the, the dangly, uh, basically like there's a strip of fabric that goes all the way down below your belt. Tabard? Tabard, thank you, thank you. Uh, long blue tabards that, with the design of the um, of the mantle, form the shape of a sword. Their flesh is translucent, slightly glowing blue, and this is what they look like. Cool. Oh, uh, they walk down the streets. And uh, how many did you say were? Uh, in there this are one? four of them. Uh, and it looks like they are doing a patrol. Um, Kat, you got a good enough score that you saw them before they saw you. And Vistra, you can see them at quite a distance. Uh, Vistra, I'm going to say that you saw something different first, though, before you see Kat's eyes, eyes widen. Uh, with your long sight, uh, what you are going to see is something that doesn't make any damn sense. At the very back, near the domed spire, at the top northwest of this city, you are going to see a 15-foot-wide hand floating above the dome. It's almost translucent, but glitters like it's made of stardust. Sets itself down atop of the domed roof and stands up like when a child plays Dancing Hand, you know? Dun, 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 dun. And starts to just slowly walk across the spire with its index and middle finger. This is like you're seeing almost a mile away with your with your super eagle vision. Yep. Um, um as you're looking oh, at that, cat, uh, you get the sense that they're doing patrols around the city, fairly regular ones. And they start just checking things in the streets. They'll see you if you don't move. Cat um, will uh, duck down and haul Vistra with her. All right. Are you just going to look for a random place to hide, or are you going to join your friends around the corner? Uh, going to join friends around the corner. Okay. Uh, as you approach, you'll see that there is a partially exploded, fire-blasted body of a melting half-orc laying on the floor, as well as Lysithian wearing some fancy new duds uh, and flipping through a old, gilded, lockable spellbook. All right, we haven't even gotten in the city yet. Are you finding a whole bunch of shit, Lysithian? This is, like, your big day, isn't it? Talking about finding things... Okay. There are... They look like there are guard patrols. Also, I saw a giant floating hand about to the north of a, a spire. 
Oh, what? Is there still stuff here? Uh, yeah. What did the guards I've... look like? They were blue with translucent skin. Yeah, and... that's what the hand looked like, too. Majin. Can I make an arcana check to see Yes, if I know you may. This? You may do this with disadvantage, though, because this is, this is super fair. law. Actually, you know what? I think this came up in... This did not come up in this game. It came up in another game. So you uh, you may do this with disadvantage. It'd be this is 16. 16? Um, it sounds like it's no race that you've heard of. However, in some of your studies, you've heard... You've heard rumors of ancient constructs that were known called the ma the Majin. Is it Majin or Majin? I think it's mage. It's mage with an N at the end of it. Majin? You know Does D&D Beyond have it? Because then I can hear Matt Mercer say it to me. I can look it up. Hold on. I'm going to check this real quick because I know someone's going to be annoyed. Well, that's... That just is German for stomach. Magen. That's Magen. Okay. Let's try Magen 5E or Magen 5E. Uh, I'm not that, seeing them. I'm not seeing them. Well, they they just came out in this book. Mm. Um, oh, I see it. What does um, it tell you? I see it. Magen is how they say it. Majin. Oh, it wants me to purchase... Do not do it. I'm do not, not. I'm not gonna purchase it. <laughs> do not. Do not do it. Do not purchase it. I already did. So we'll say Majin, because that's what some one of them says. Um, these things called Majin, they're magical servants, basically. Um, constructs who don't okay. need to. Um, well, usual construct things don't require air, food, or sleep, or drink. Okay. Uh, were they armed, Kelly? Yes, they were, with rather sharp, um, I'm gonna say long swords, but let me double check. It might be great swords. Long swords. Great swords. Well, they are great swords. Well, why don't you guys still look? I might try and sneak and see if I can see other, like if there's more than one group. Like pop my head out and try and see because I can see quite far. If I see there's more than one group of them, or if it's just the four, because it right. might be good to know like how Fair spiced enough. out they are. I mean, that sounds good to me. So we don't. As long like, as you're quiet. I will try and be quiet. I'm a dwarf. I'm small. Snaky. And not known for your silence. Velen will say. Lysithian, uh, yes. as Vistra sneaks out, you're going to be able to get a sense of some things out of this book. Uh, yes. First of all, yep. you're going to find that there are notes at the end beyond the spell pages. You're going to find the following uh, spells are in this book as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, I think you're going to be very happy. You're going to be loaded at the end of this. Uh, in order, uh, Counterspell. Mm -hmm. Black Tentacles. Mm -hmm. Dimension Door. Telekinesis. Bigby's Hand. Mm -hmm. Planar Binding. Globe of Invulnerability. Irresistible Dance. Uh, and there is a Torn Spell 
that you do not have the components for. Like basically, the like the spell page has been damaged. Uh, mm -hmm. But it looks like it was a spell called Edagon's Ballistic Blaster. But you don't have that one, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Tune All into right. our other games to find out what the hell I'm talking about. Um, I know most of these spells. But Globe of Invulnerability, I don't believe I have. Irresistible Dance, I don't know. And... Something called Edagon's Ballistic Blaster. Uh, Valen, do you know what this is? Ever heard of it? Not even slightly. What a dumb name. I agree, but mm, some like spells are named oddly. Um, I would be happy to copy over anything that you don't Sure. Have. Go ahead and take a look. Mm -hmm. What else did you find? Uh, what is in the notes, Kelly? Uh, you were going to discover, uh, so be prepared to write some stuff down, folks. Uh, yep, I'm ready. Let's go. The wizard's name was Zaharad. You'll remember this name as the one who was traveling with the dead cleric that you found. Uh, there are a series of quotes that you're going to be able to pull from his journal at the end of this book. Mm -hmm. I have fooled the demi-lich into thinking that I am a friend by action. Perhaps it thinks that I'm here to return the city to glory, or to aid him. It? I am free to risk the city on my own, and yet it follows me, wherever I go. I miss Alina. The spells here are alive, but there are no mages here. It is as if they are given form of their own. Agency. I have found that there is a series of actions that must be taken to enter the primary tower. I have decoded one of them, but have not managed to perform the actions necessary. Apparently, I must gather wood from a wand within the tower. I have no idea what this means. Perhaps a tree of some kind. I found another note referencing yet another location. A tower within a tower. I have no idea where, but given the nature of the writing, I believe this would likely be most in tune with conjuration. I cannot survive long. The grove will be my salvation. I will try to escape tomorrow. I pray that it will not follow me. The paranoid mind begins to pick apart my every action. I cannot survive. I was wounded. And in my weakened state, I have dropped my only chance of survival. 
I was struck by a blade of aching darkness. I believe this to be one of the spells inside of the Lich's spellbook. Though I believe that it exists beyond its control. I will hold out for as long as I can to see if the bleeding stops. At the least, should the Nothics find me, I will make certain that my flesh will be unpalatable and laced with only deadly poison. I hope they enjoy the marinade. And that's the last thing that you are going to find in the book. Hold on. I will read off everything to the group. So. Wow. Yes, quite the story. But it seems that he was hoping to find the tower within the tower. But it needed wood from a wand or something. He didn't know what it meant from what I'm reading, but, um... I mean, I don't really get it either. I don't either. Let's think about it. So... There's a right to enter the that main tower, Velen says, pointing at the giant spire in the center of the city. For one of them, we need to enter a tower within a tower that has to do with conjuration. Did the notes say anything about about this ritual beyond that? Uh, you can make me another intelligence roll, or pardon me, an investigation roll to see if it did. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. It's going to be... Because um... there are a lot of notes here. 21. 21? Yeah, okay. Uh, then I'll give you a little more detail on that. So looking at it, um, you can see that specifically on this, uh, Zaharad was picking through, and apparently there's something called the Rite of the Arcane Octid. An eight-part ritual um, that is hidden around the city. He had intended to go to each of them and assemble their parts in orders when he in order when he found the inscriptions and uh, the only one he found was um um and you kind of skimmed over this was written in the margins uh, mm -hmm. but you found it with that roll hold a wand crafted from the nether oak over your heart hold wand of nether oak nether oak and uh, anybody who hears that can make me a nature roll Rolled a two, so I'm not even gonna bother. My nature, that's only a six, so. Yeah. I got a dirty 20. Oh, nice. 17. 17? Uh, both of you are going to have heard of Nether Oak. It's basically an ancient, almost mythical type of tree that mages like the old stories talk about like and then the great wizard cast us a wand from the nether oak. It's always one of those things, right? Like forging a sword out of meteoric iron, right? Um, however, the word nether oak probably implies that, hey, netheril probably had a hand in this. Which means you'd probably be able to know it when you saw it. It's a good start. Meanwhile, out on the street, 
crouching outside. Vistra, um, are you trying to scout around? Kind of. Like, she's not going to go super far. She's going to try and find, like, a good vantage point where she thinks she's, like, pretty well hidden but can see most of, like, the main streets to try and, like, figure out how many patrols there are. Sure. Around the uh, city. You can go ahead and make me a perception roll again. Cool. And you're taking your time, so don't worry about that. What I will do... Um, yeah, I'm gonna add determination onto that. That'll be an 18. Okay. Determination. Okay. And four. Okay. Uh, you are going to see that doesn't appear that there are any mother. Uh, there are any more uh, patrols that you can see from your vantage point right now. Uh, what you will see, however, is over on the western side dressed in tattered robes similar to what those magen are wearing are a group of a group of six Nothics chattering to each other basically in what looks like a little like a small forum a little recessed area to the west with columns jutting out of them. Almost like they're holding holding a forum, holding holding a speech contest as they, they chitter and scratch ancient runes into their flesh and gaze back and forth at each other with those glowing green eyes. But besides that, you're not seeing anything. Okay. The city does have things in it, but it doesn't appear that they are that evenly spaced. Which is probably good news. Yep. Cool. Well, she'll kind of sneak back to the group and and relay the information. Okay. So Vista returns and relays some information. Okay. So it seems we need to keep our wits about us. If they're yeah. to the west, where about did you see those Majin? Well, the Majin were right coming down that main street originally with... And oh, what direction were the Majin going, Kelly? They were coming directly toward you. Um, however, if you glance out, they're no longer in sight. They probably went down one of the side alleyways. Cat will reiterate that, basically. And then there was that weird hand up to the north that I saw earlier. No, that was quite a ways to the north on the other side of the city. Yeah. Remember, you have a vision of a mile, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We definitely want to avoid the Nautics, so... Yes. Mm-hmm. No argument there. And those Majin, if they went down a side street, could come out pretty much anywhere, because we don't really know where everything leads, We have right? no idea what the city is like. So... I think what's important is that we decide on what our goal is. The Where are we trying to get to first? If we're looking for something that can defeat Aurel, the spellbook. Yes. We should do our best to get into that tower. There is likely great riches and powers inside of it. What's I just want to be 
Won't there won't there be something guarding those riches? Oh, absolutely. That's where you come in, Vistra. Oh, magic? Oh, I'm a little nervous no, about going against you're magic. You're a lot beefier, and you can handle things that come our way That's while true. we tackle the magic things. I'll be the main child. Yes, yes, yes. I wasn't going to say it, but yes. I know you're thinking it. I know what you're thinking, Lysithian. Do you? Eh, yes. When it comes to me, I know what you're thinking. That's fair. Are the rest of you down for this? Who knows what type of magical items we can find? I think that we should do our best not to be stingy and equip them most fairly. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Good. If we get into that tower, that means that we will have access to some great, incredible abilities. The Dryad said that we had to go to a series of towers. You said that it was an eightfold ritual? Yes. And the note said that one of them was tied to conjuration. Seems to me that that means that each one of the towers is representative of one of the eight schools of magic. That would make sense. Which means they should be easy to pick out. Most of the buildings are in fairly awful repair. Also... Can't wait till we get to necromancy. That's gonna be fun. It will not be my favorite. Although I study it, it's not what I would like to spend much time looking at here for a test. Your location, I know I can handle. So we have to find the eight things to get into the big tower with this magic spellbook of a of a of a lich, is what I what I understand. Basically, we want All that right. spellbook. All right. Let's crack on, shall we? Well, they said bits and pieces. It's a demi lich. Oh, only a demi lich. You well, know, that's only. much better. That is significantly better. It is. Vistra, a demi lich is a big floating skull with lots of evil magic, but very few spells. Okay. It has immense I'm power. I'm kind of cracking spells. Um, cracking skulls. There you go. You got there eventually, and that's what's important. Unfortunately, because of the stealth required for this, it means that, Katarina, you'll be a little less useful on the musical side of things. Yeah, which is unfortunate. We can still, still make it work. You stay away from Shera, maybe, using that one. <laughs> it's so Boom. useful, but... It's so useful, yeah. but... Yeah. We'll see but what we come up against. Loud. That being said, the city's quite large. It would take time, and I'm sure that if you did have to use it, we could hide before any sure. reinforcements would come. My concern is drawing the Demi-Lich's attention early, like this one apparently did. Although apparently you said that he fooled the Lich into thinking... Yes. He fooled him into thinking that he was on his side, in a sense. Hmm. But when in doubt, we're here to make the city that great again. He was a friend by action, so I'm not exactly sure 
what um anybody wants means to by that. can make me an insight roll. Yes. Okay, Valen could not. Let's try. Let's try. It's gonna be eleven. Oh, actually, that's gonna be an eighteen with my twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, so the three of you are going to notice, uh, probably because he was going around trying to find clues, he didn't come off like a tomb robber. He was a wizard going around. You think that he basically was the triple A guy. Oh look, you got. I see your problem here. You got a magic tower down. Let me just. Uh, I'll just need to go back to the truck and get my equipment. We'll fix that right up. Get you back in the air. <sighs> so when in doubt, we're not robbers. We're not thieves. <laughs> that would make sense. Hmm. So as long as we're not going around looting everything. At least not visibly. So be subtle hmm. about your looting. Yes. I agree. Good thing we have a bag of holding. It does make you it easier. Really like subtle. We can do this. Yeah. Very subtle. So, where to first? Well, okay. let's start with the conjuring one that you said. Mm. That was what the first. He figured out the first clue. Right. That was, yeah. Which one do you think is the nearest one, mm. Valen? Looking out the window, uh, both of you are going to immediately see and recognize the symbol of abjuration in a tower some 200 feet in front of you, just on the other side of an immense stadium. Now, mind you, if you want to detour, what I'm going to do is, as you're looking at the city, I'll tell you, like, line of sight, what you're seeing, and then everything kind of directly around if you want to go somewhere else, okay? So, uh... Directly in front of the location that you are at, you are going to see a tall tower rising out with the symbol of abjuration still glowing from it in bright blue at the top. However, there is an amphitheater in the way. In fact, that is probably what Vistra was looking at when she thought it was a forum. It's just to the west, and you'll have to cut around to not see the Nothics, but it... You can see that, uh, Vistra, you saw that it was charged with static... Cracked steps descended into the stadium floor where uh, a tiny glittering object rested on a pedestal. Um, and then uh, what you see on the other side of that is a tower that reaches up like a talon. It's stonework studied in chiseled runes. A blue light shines from its highest window, which is shaped like the sign of abjuration. Start with abjuration, work our way around. It's closest. I say yes. What does everybody else think? Sounds oh. good to me. Okay. Can I get a just a passive stealth roll for everybody? I'm assuming you're just going to kind of try to be casually stealth. So can I get a DC? Uh, give me a DC. Natural oh. 20. Okay. That's two successes Plus for three. us. This is a group stealth so check. So everybody needs to get 10 or above. So Valen got an 18. So that's good. You got an at one? Okay. 22. Okay. Uh, so, as you are wandering... Vistra, what are you carrying on you right now? Um, A lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, probably her weapons. If you're going to figure out it's making a clanging noise, probably the, like, several hand axes and her... She also has javelins and a war hammer with her, as well as her great axe. So, you know... Okay. As, <laughs> as you are wandering, you are going to make your way across the center of city. Or, pardon me, the, you're going to wander 
toward the Tower of Abjuration. On your left, as you do, you're going to see that there is an immense tendril of stonework reaching up into the central spire of the city. To your immediate left, there is, at the base of that, one moment, uh, and if you're looking, it's Y6 is what I'm talking about. An arching strut of dark stone rises from a ruined district to a junction high on the central spire. A gate engraved with arcane sigils is set to the base of the strut, and also nearby you will see that there is what appears to be a portocollis, a prison, lies to the, the west as well. Perhaps that's where the mage and were headed. Okay. As you are looking at this and keeping your eyes open, the air around the amphitheater is suddenly going to crackle with magic as you approach. Um, Vistra, you're going to turn around suddenly just startled because you were looking away and you're going to let out a yelp. Um, but as you do, Lysithian's blue fingers are going to go, or pardon me, gloved hand is going to go whoop, right on top of your mouth with that nat 20. It's an instinctive reaction and you feel a little foolish for it, but good thing Lysithian was right there. All right. Um... Looking down, it looks like the Nothics have left. Looks like some type of sporting arena. Something of that sort. Yeah, what's what's the thing on the pedestal, Thalia? Probably the ball. <sighs> Not sure. Why do you want to play a game? No, but if it's gold and shiny, it might be worth something. Oh, but you don't go around openly stealing, isn't that what we just talked about, Vistra? Yes. Try to retain the information for more than five minutes, so then we don't get caught by the demi-lich. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, do you continue on? Nobody wants to go play play sports. Okay. Oh, does it look like this? Outside of the Nothics, does it look like this area has been recently used? Not terribly much. Okay. Well, okay. not not in thousands of years, anyway. But the magic, basically, the power's still on here. So that's kind of neat. Hmm. I'm curious, but I don't want to waste any time. Let's go right for the for the tower. But yes, you can, by the way, just restating, you can investigate anything you want. And you, there's, they did a lot of work on this chapter. There's a lot of weird stuff you can do. But you can always backtrack, too. It only takes five minutes to cross 200 feet, so. The tower ahead of you reaches up like a tower. Runes cover every inch of its exterior. Um, what do you all do? Uh, see if I can make out what the runes say. Sounds good. You can make me an arcana check. Yeah. Okay. That's 
Freaking 15. 15? Mm, looks like just general runes of magic. Okay. Um, this tower looks to be probably protected with abjuration magic, or at least seems to be channeling the energies of abjuration. It's not really your specialty, mm -hmm. but it seems fine. Okay. Does anything sort of hint to what we might need to do here, or...? You think that you probably need to go inside. The, um... The front door is wide open. Which tower on the map was this again, Kelly? Uh, this is the first one. It is Y4. Okay. Sorry, I try not to use map language, but it's it's difficult when you're, like, the only map, by the way, until you get into the Spire, which, uh, from here on in, I'm going to refer to Lich Tower as the Spire. I okay? Mean, that sounds pretty fair. Okay, so the Spire's the only map left in the game, by the way. Oh. So, like, none of these places have maps at all, unless oh. I want to make them. And I don't feel like it. I think this is this is like largely going to be role playing and occasionally fighting in alleys, probably. I mean, that sounds pretty fun, right? Yeah. It means, but that does mean that like I'm gonna have to go back. You just focus on the big map, and feel free to draw notes on it and things like that with the pen. Uh, so sorry to give that away right there, but uh, fine. No, uh, that's fine. Yeah, it just means that like you're you won't have to be like, why aren't you putting that on? Yeah. I'd like to go to enter the tower unless somebody stops me. Sounds good. I will follow. Okay. Uh, sounds good. I'm going to spend a hurt them more for something. Of course. Cool. All right. That means Velen fails that roll. Okay. Nice. Uh, so, everyone who walks inside, you will see that the tower has a. has a central stairwell that curls up the core of it. Uh, as soon as you all step inside, can I get an intelligence save off everyone? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, well, no. there she goes. Well, uh, it's going to be 18. 18. My dice hate me tonight. You have inspiration. Save your dummy. dice. You have inspiration. If you want to spend it. Int determination. Oh, Int saves are really mean, man. I'm gonna tell I, you right I'm now. Use my inspiration. Right. Okay. I will saves use my are inspiration. fucking mean. All right, here that comes cats now. One. Natural oh, twenty. Much better. There you go. Sixteen. Extra. Sixteen. I uh, did have three. Um, is that all you want to do, Mike? Oh no. Three, uh, two, one. I have determination, so I'll Bing. use that too. Okay, sounds good. So that's a dirty twenty. That's a dirty twenty. Then congratulations. That just seems like uh, that's useful. Okay. <laughs> that this has sapped your resources down by a third. This is great. Uh, as soon as you head inside, you are going to hear the unmistakable sound of <laughs> as one of the runes on the outer exterior pulses with energy. Uh, you all uh, Uno. are going to be fine, but just for a moment, you will hear a shrieking horror echo through your minds. Uh, and you feel that as you shake it out of your head, you feel a little shaken for a second. Like, out of nowhere, you were teetering on the edge of insanity. 
Thanks very much for the sub. But you all succeeded with that thanks to blowing all of your points, so good. I like it. Um, as you step inside, do you climb the stairs? I would like to investigate if there's any uh, runes or spell, like anything. Okay, you can make me another arcana check, please. A 19 plus Ooh, 25 arcanas. at least. Yeah, so plus fucking. So I was just, that's a 27. <laughs> looking, looking. I'm fucking gross. <laughs> so looking back, you're going to look around and then kind of lean a little bit outside the door out of curiosity. And you'll see that nestled among all of the runes is a fading symbol of a rune of insanity. Uh, so pardon me, it is the specific spell symbol insanity. The glyph mm. is slowly recharging, but you think that you're going to be fine for probably reset tomorrow morning. Uh, looking back inside, you think that was the only one probably triggered when you all passed through the door. Okay. I think we should be okay to proceed. I'll keep looking every time we have to enter anywhere. Okay. Stepping up the stairs, you will find that at the top is a huge anvil chiseled with vivid blue runes. It rests in the center of a 30-foot diameter, 30-foot high circular chamber. Resting atop it is a hammer adorned with matching runes. However, as you step toward this room, you are not alone. Six armored figures stand guard around the anvil. At the rear of the chamber, the frozen corpse of a wizard lies in a pile of rubble. Blue flames flicker from the braziers spaced around the room, illuminating a carved inscription on the ceiling. The six figures around you are six magen, dressed in the same way as the ones that you saw walking down the street. Heck. <laughs> they are standing guard around the body. Um, let's see. Uh, the wizard that is lying there is lying in a pile of rubble um, that I would like you can give me a nature roll to see uh, Vister you can give me this with advantage it was almost so good it's gonna be 7 it was almost a 17 and then it was like nah can I roll and that as well or sure yeah you may okay 19. 19. Uh, you are going to recognize that the damage to the floor looks like that stonework was shattered by a hammer similar to the sledge that you saw in that giant's hand. Okay. And uh, would you get Ka uh, Callie? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. You will recognize the same. It's the same size and shape. You think that one of those giants, uh, those, those um, tappers, tomb tappers, got in here and killed this wizard. Do the magen look like alert and like active or do they look they like are. they okay. stand there they're not breathing but they are standing there their eyes are open Do they Do we know enough about them to know if they think are they capable of reasoning Um or do they just act on like certain kind of like rules they've been given You know that they're constructs that's all Um okay. If you want to take a minute outside of this room, you could ask Professor Scant. 
yeah, you know what? I'll kind of I'll I'll quietly mention it aloud to Lysithian. Mm-hmm. And then Okay. I think that's a good idea. I'll get him out. Mm, hello, how can I help you? Uh, do the Majin reason, or are they just act? Do they react to a certain set of rules they're given? Hmm. That depends. Majin make ideal servants, a creation each is instilled with an instinct to protect itself and its creator, and it follows its creator's instructions without hesitation. When its tasks are complete, a Majin becomes immobile and silent until given new orders. If we go in there and do something, will it trigger their old orders, probably? That depends what the old orders would be. Like, defend. I cannot extrapolate. It is not in my nature. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, I guess take the risk. I was going to say, if they, they, they were, they were, Kelly, they were standing around the wizard's body? They're standing around the anvil. The anvil, okay, the anvil. They look so, like they, yeah. they're standing around in a circle around the anvil. Their backs yeah, facing it. Guarding. Yeah, they are yeah. obviously guarding the anvil. Yeah, the anvil, okay. The anvil's probably what we need, then. Or the hammer? Or the hammer. Maybe. I don't know much about abjuration magic, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, so... Why don't we go investigate the wizard's body? Maybe he All has right. notes of what he was trying to do on him. Sounds no. good to me. Actually, it's probably that. What? Valen's going to point up at the ceiling with a with a wry look on her face. Written in draconic on the ceiling, which Lysithian will be able to read in in Lodrosian um, dialect. Oh, okay, is... I was like, I don't read draconic, bro. Oh, do you not read draconic? Do you not have his no. language? No, I have common, dwarvish, elvish, and infernal. Oh, damn. Hold on one sec. Do I? Do I? I always assume that wizards do. Yeah, she does. Well, that says right there. First, shield thy heart with a wand from the nether oak. Okay. By the Back. way. I mean, we could go and take that. Is the hammer useful? What were you gonna say, Kelly? I was gonna say I just I noted. said Callie. Oh, but. sorry. <laughs> uh, Callie was just saying about how. Oh, well, I guess we have to come back then. <laughs> no, I think that the clues are spread around the city like that. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, let's let's check out the wizard's body. Allie's gonna inch over there, kind of keeping an eye on Majin to see if they react at all to her going over to the wizard. Kind of like, prod, prod, anything interesting. Okay. Uh, moving forward, you are going to... Okay. Um, She's gonna keep a careful eye on them. The Majin stand completely stiff-backed, erect and watching you, their hands on their swords as they were before you came forward. 
None of them move a single inch. And as the rest of you watch, none of them even turn an eye toward Callie. Vistra's gonna, like, take a single step forward towards the anvil and see if they kind of focus their attention on her suddenly. You will see eyes focused directly on you, the one that is facing you will. Uh, I think the easiest explanation of this is think of the, the Queen's Guard. Like, they're, they're, they're robotic or mannequin Queen's Guard. Uh, I was going to say earlier that they're actually supposed to be green, according to their write-up, by the way, but that is totally, like, blue. And they look cooler yeah, like, in blue. Yeah. The it's story like a, time looked very blue. It's yeah. very blue, guys. It's very blue. They're Smurfs. Slightly more scary. See, than Smurfs? Impossible. Oh, ah, uh, Snorks. True. Snorks are scarier. They got that snork thing. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the snorkel. Yeah, that explains it. Okay. It's one of those times where like, oh, I get Yeah, I just it. was like, huh. I was well, that, today years old when I found out. That took out. me an extra 30 years to figure that one out. Then again, the snorks didn't occupy as much as my of my life as I normally would have expected. But. Uh, so, Callie, heading over to the body. Um you are going to find nice uh, let me roll this well you know what you know what's ridiculous though I gotta say as you are looking at this let me just check this real quick so All body lies in this chamber. So this body is absolutely ancient. You believe this body died when the city fell. Like that Ooh. long ago. Not from the same event, but... Prod, prod, this is very old. Um, and as you find it, you will see that uh, on it is a... Uh, you'll find two things on the body. A small flask uh, made of what looks like uh, chardalion. Ornamental, or chardalin, if you're nasty. Uh, containing mercury. As well as... Um, it's non-magical, but you can see that this wizard is wearing an amulet containing a... It's an amulet that is made of... It, it almost looks like a yellowed dragon's tooth suspended in amber like it's a resin necklace. Hmm. Um, about the size of Callie's fist. Like, it's quite... Yeah, actually, about the size of Vistra's fist. Like a normal person's fist. Can you trust it? It doesn't look magic, it just looks cool. Callie's gonna kind of prod it carefully. The body is absolutely desiccated, and as you prod it, uh, it is going to start to crumble to dust. 
Okay, she'll pick up the necklace. All right, you will be able to do so. Uh, it also has some nice robes, but it appears that uh, they you don't think there's anything super special about them, just looking at them. And, uh, yeah. What do you all do now? So this was very interested in just, like, looking at the hammer on the anvil. She's kind of, like, interested about, like, the craftsmanship, look, looking at it. If Vistra is wanting to look at the hammer, I'm going to just uh, be ready to, like, cast like any magic just in case like she's not walking more forward than she is she's just kind of like trying to lean around the ma the mage and trying to like yeah. look Don't at it pick a fight i'm not going to pick a fight i'm well, not that I, focused on I don't want to alert the dim lich it's fine i've got a memo glancing at it, it is a large magic looking hammer it's wrapped with runes and As you look at it, um, what's your intelligence? My intelligence is 11. Okay. It looks like probably a magic hammer of some kind. Maybe it's used for crafting. Maybe it has the power to make cool shit. <laughs> Maybe it can make a cool weapon for you. <laughs> for me, I could get an axe. I could get a bit of axe. You better my X. Better. My bit X. It's true. You could. Love that accent. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we supposed to do here, guys? I'm kind of lost. We're collecting clues. It just happens we already had this one. Ah. Uh. Alright, well, I guess we should move on then. Move on and make our way to the next tower to see what we can find if we see anything regarding the Netherrope Wand. Yeah. We go to it. Alright. That info could make me a really cool ex, guys. It probably could, however, it has magents surrounding it, and I we're not know. going to deal with that right now, so if yes, they happen. If they ever happen to move, or if we need it, we will come back for it. Okay? Yes. Yes. I know less is in. I'm, I'm 125. You don't have to speak to me like I'm a child all the time. No, I'm just saying, if we find that we need to use the anvil, who knows? It could be part of what we need to do. So if we have to come back, we can take up the mage, and I'm just yeah. saying. Yes, yes. Okay, so it's just, we're looking for clues. So I thought we had to gather things. So I was like, oh, do we have to take the hammer? No, we're just looking for the clue that's on the ceiling yes. that we already know. Clue right. that's on the Coordinates. ceiling, and each place might be a little bit different. Wizards are strange. We do things in interesting ways. Yes, you are definitely strange. I will, will agree with you on that. We like right. to hide our secrets. So nearest out of here, the next large tower, we could head to the east or the west. Vistra, can you see the tower over there? And she'll kind of vaguely gesture at the next tallest building around the side. What does it look like? Uh, in which direction? 
Uh, so she's pointing to the west. She's pointing to the west, okay. So you're going to see that the tower is engraved with interlocking series of stones, yellow light spilling from one of its topmost windows. And uh, you'll be able to see that the doors are broken from where you're standing. Uh, to the east, she'll gesture to another one, and you will see that with your with your dwarven eyes, which doesn't quite track, um, that uh, a tower rises straight as an arrow. A faint light shines from the tire's pardon me, spire's tallest window, and hairline cracks seep up its walls like ivy. Pardon me, creep up its walls like ivy. Um, do you recognize, are there any, um, hold on. Velen will take out a book and quickly scratch a number of symbols. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, I I'm going to have to either write them down or you're going to have to. She's going to it. mark off the one that resembles one of the symbols on the tower behind you. Yeah. Do you see any of these symbols? You can make me an investigation check. Okay. Okay. Okay, Vistra. I will make not, you make Arcana, but you're just, you're just doing matching. It's fine. Investigation or Arcana would both be plus zero. So you know, this is vi this vi intelligence and wisdom are not viscerous strong for struts. Strong struts? Neither are words to Robin today. It's true. Mm, three. <laughs> three. You have no idea. I can't quite see from here. All right. It's hard to see. Left or right? Which way are we going? That, that one is broken doors to the to the west. Good. Easier to get into. Let's go there first. Okay. All right. Heading over to there, it takes you about five minutes to make your way across. And as you do, you find yourself standing at a tower engraved, like I said, with interlocking <coughs> circles of stone. Faint light spills from the utmost window, as I said before. But also, the faint sound of brooms brushing on stonework drifts through the open doors. Well. Shall we? Alright. Alright, do you head inside? Yeah. yeah. Now the tower's interior is ruined. The crash of the city tossed it into eternal disarray. However, as you step inside, it's ruined, but sparklingly clean. There's broken bits, but no dust, no debris smaller than, mm. smaller than a fist. Everything of that size has been long, long taken away. You will see that brooms continuously work around the room, kept by invisible hands in fact as you step in and look around one of the brooms is going to head just lazily over toward you and start sweeping up behind any debris that you trade in or tread into the room oops sorry 
The stairwell what circles up the side. Do you head up? Scars. I'll head up. Sounds yep. good. I'm joining her. Yep, me too. Yep. You ascend to the top. You ascend sorry, to the... sorry. It's okay. You ascend to the topmost chamber of the tower. Glowing orbs are set into the walls of this 30-foot diameter circular chamber. As you step through the room, or step into the room, four giant hands made of shimmering force hover in the center guarding a tiny ornamental tower perched on a pedestal a tower inside of a tower Velen says and as you step inside the hands suddenly look at you pair off and quickly crack ball into fists and charge I need an initiative roll I, for the fun of it I'm gonna roll my big chonky boy let's fucking go Drunk dice. Okay. okay that was a bad idea but that's fine it's gonna be an 8 I wanted to okay. do it for fun because we're playing D&D. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Okay. And okay. Oh my god. These things are fast. I love it. Okay. But I'm slower. These things are... I love this, by the way. This is like one of... This is my favorite thing in this book. Are these type of things. Okay. Nice. They're actually not as... Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's just check the initiative real quick. Uh, ooh, good job, Callie. Callie with 23. Uh, then going down to... Giant Hand 1 with a 19. Vistra with an 18. Uh, Giant Hand 2. Giant Hand 3. Giant Hand 4. Uh, Velen, because she finally rolled more initiative than a, than a clump of dirt. Yay! And uh, then we have... Uh, oh, we have Cat and Lysithian. Let's fucking go! Alright, the hands flex and begin to surge toward you, giant spectral... Spectral hands glittering with force, ready to let it happen, ready to fight Master Hand, which you'll do right after this break. <laughs> Boom! All right, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back for a fight. I need coffee. We need coffee. I know, I'm like, I need coffee. All right, see you in a second, folks. This is Lysithian Callisto, and you're listening to Rime of the Frost Maiden. Be sure to tune into Wild Beyond the Witchlight, coming this September to Dork Tales. Oh, what idiots are in that one. Welcome back to Rime of the Frost Maiden, here on Dork Tales. When last we left, the hands balled themselves up and attacked. And now, we begin the assault. You're in the doorway of a large spherical room 30 feet wide these hands are large sized floating in the air Callie uh, oh and actually let me show you real quick so quick whoosh that is what they look like real quick whoa 
giant floating. Cool. What's that? What's that? I said very cool. Very cool. They're giant floating spectral hands, the size of like horses. And Callie, it's your turn. One of them lashes out and is going to be heading right toward you. What do you do? Okay. Um. So they're floating. They are large, hovering hands of shimmering, translucent force. Okay. So they look solid or do they look like I could just go right through them? They, that is very, I will let everyone here make me a reflexive arcana roll. Not reflexive, that's, uh, it'll be. 18? Uh, Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Six. 10. 10? Um, All right, the three primary casters in the group because the bard's a Swiss army knife, uh, are going to recognize this looks like a slightly different version of Bigby's hand, the spell. Bigby's hand is able to be attacked, if I'm okay. not mistaken. And there's multiple of them, correct? There are four of them. Okay. They are all presently clustered around something in the center of the room, uh, but they have decided to start coming at you. Okay. So, quick question. Yes. Do, so I am considering casting Entangle, which Ooh. turns stuff into difficult terrain and you have to do strength saves to avoid basically being grappled. They're flying though. Okay. But this is kind of like viney stuff. Uh, let me read the exact spell. I believe that just makes the ground rough terrain. Uh, sprouts from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from a point in range for the duration. Uh, so I'm kind of picturing this as like blackberry brambles that they could potentially lash out of it, but... Okay, so here, here's what I'm willing to offer you on this. So I wasn't sure if they were just hovering or they're, flying. They are, they're, they can fly. Okay. But no, they, are, they are hovering. Uh, so... They will be able to bypass the rough terrain, but they are close enough to the ground that you can get this off and still attempt to restrain them with that portion of the spell. So, okay. uh, they're basically they're in the brambles will wrap around them, but they'll they can just float above the rough terrain on their turns. One once they break yes. the grapple, sort of thing. Okay. Assuming that they're not grappled, uh, I okay. will say that with that reflexive knowledge of Bigby's, Bigby's hands are pretty strong. Okay. Um. It's up to you. You can do this. I, uh, um, I guess I'll cast Moonbeam. Moonbeam, okay. And try just direct damage instead. Sounds good. Yeah, because I wasn't sure because you're describing it as like hovering, so I'm like, does that mean they can fly or they just don't touch the ground? Uh, they can probably fly. Okay. Okay, so silvery beam, forty foot cylinder, forty foot high cylinder, so it's a five foot radius. Yeah, so um, ten covers ten feet, and it so that actually would be able to hit if you target the center square between them. That would hit all four of them. Sure. Because um, it would go five foot because it's five foot radius, so it's a five foot radius circle, right? Yeah, so it's ten so, feet yeah. across. Uh, and they have to make a con save. Actually, that would target two of them. I'll say. Because okay. they are kind of like spaced around this thing. So that is a constitution saving throw. Uh, 
That is a 23 and a 22. Oh, yeah. No, totally. They'd fail. Okay, cool. Uh, like, all right. Come so call, on. So a normal saving move. throw? There's no way. Did they take anything on half? Um, on half as much damage. Okay, go ahead and roll me damage. Yeah, one sec. Okay, I'll say you hit two and one. Hey, almost full damage, so... Nice. Um, eight damage each. Eight damage each? Yeah, you know what? That's actually not terrible. Um, all right. A beam of moonlight erupts into the room, striking down at a pair of them, because they are fairly, fairly widely spaced. Uh, that is going to deal boom and boom. And that remains. That remains? Oh, can you move that? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> it's a also, con spell. they're not shapeshifters. They are not warehands. Uh, and will uh, will start moving forward. And you are the one who cast that. So I'm going to turn um, to you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. How far are we into this room? Uh, you're basically at the door. So you are, let's see, it's a 30-foot room if i'm not mistaken we're kind of on a stairway basically you're at the top of a stairwell standing in the door of this room i'm gonna dodge down that stairwell okay um because i don't necessarily want to get thrown off the top of the stairwell i hadn't thought about that actually for some reason so that's that's a good point uh because they don't give you much detail i'll tell you this they don't tell you much about the tower so i'm I'm improv on this i'm gonna use my movement to go down the stairwell away from them um, because I believe I should still be able to see my moonbeam kind of lighting it up. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, so they are hovering in the center of the room, guarding a tiny ornamental tower perched on a pedestal. Uh, so all it says as far as this tower is concerned is that... If the characters ascend to the topmost chamber, that is literally all the internal architecture I know of. Okay. So I'm going to say that there is a stairwell, a 10-foot wide stairwell with a railing that goes curly cue around the inside of this tower. Cool? Cool. Okay, Callie, that is your turn. You are going to run. Do you spending a bonus action to do anything like shapeshift? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to see Sounds... what, kind of what happens and then... Decide. All right. Uh... The hand is going to rush out. Um, who is in the door right now? Everybody, who is probably, who is looking in the door first? I know I was, because I was looking in for, um, okay. essentially checking for and then, runes and <clears throat> shit. And then Kat was right behind Lysithian. Okay, so um, it is going to try to punch Lysithian. Uh, Lys Lysithian, I have a 24 to hit you. Definitely going to hit, even though my AC is now 14. It's so high, but fucking shield's not gonna oh, do. That's true. Dick. Sorry. Just pulling up a dice roller to be quicker. I accidentally went to Disney Plus instead. Punch me. Stop it, Disney Plus. I'm not gonna watch Cruella. I don't care how much you pay me. Uh, okay. Uh, it uh, flies toward oh. you. Uh, you are going to take 24 points of force damage. Woo! Let's go! <laughs> Uh, and it is going to push you back five feet. 
Uh, so I need you and Cat uh, to make a uh, an opportunity, a, uh, I mean not an opportunity attack, uh, a deck save. Oh, I was okay. stoked for the opportunity attack. Uh, that's going to be 16. That's going to be 17. 17, okay. Uh, Lysithian, you're going to be propelled back into Katarina. Uh, and Katarina is not going to be knocked over and neither are you. Uh, so this giant hand is floating in front of you. Vistra, it's your turn. Oh boy. Um. Huh. Well. Oh, thanks for the hurt the more. Well, 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 well. Robin, being a player brain, was like force damage. Well, rage is not gonna be doing anything for that. But Vistra doesn't know force damage means nothing, so she will still rage because she's. Use the force. That's that's what she does. Raging still does a lot. Raging does damage. Except if they're not, if they're immune to bludgeoning bludgeoning or piercing damage because they're translucent hands. But we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. You don't know anything. I don't know anything. I know. Vistra doesn't know anything. I can guarantee none of you have fought these in any other game before. (laughs) This is my favorite part about Rime of the Frostmaiden. It's cool. Um, So yeah, Vistra will take... Two attacks at the hand in front of her with a great axe, because that's okay. what she do. Are you using um, great weapon master? Yes, I am. Okay, so minus five plus ten. Do it. Yep. Um, if you want. If I want. Yes, I know. I'm just trying to figure out if I want to do reckless. I don't. I won't do reckless. Uh, so are you sure? Come Maybe? on. Do it or don't. <laughs> do it or don't do it. You, like... Three, Fine. two. Fine, I will. Mr. Yeah, do what you want. I don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay, okay, okay. So that's going to be... Oh, that was good that I rolled reckless because I rolled a nat one on one of the dice. Um, But that doesn't count. Um, So for the first one is going to be a 19 to hit and then an 18 Miss. to hit. Miss. Shit! Really? Fuck! What a what a I'm just curious. Then what a twenty twenty three and a twenty two hit of hit. I don't know. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Oh well, Vistral whiffs hard. Are you going to spend? Do you have determination? Um. Do I don't know. Do you I do have a point of determination? Oh, I do. Okay. Um, I will use it on one of them. I guess so. Plus hit. four. Uh, cool. Cool. All right, so one attack hits. Although I'm not supposed to let you use that after I say it, I know, it misses, by the I way. Know, I know. I know. That's why it's, it's fine. It's fine. It, you, you can take him back. It's okay. Yeah, I think I am going to take it back, actually, because that's okay. my own rule. Yeah, so, yeah sorry. exactly. I was like, I was like, okay. So Mr. Okay. Whiffs hard. All right. Whiffs hard. All right. Uh, as you whiff hard, another one of them surges forward, spending that hurt the more. And... Uh, okay. Uh, holy shit. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, it's gonna fly- the second one is going to fly up spectrally, and it's going to punch you twice, Vistra. Cool. For two nat 20s. Uh-huh. Oh! Thank you for the hurt uh-huh. the more. Uh-huh. Boy, boy, this is- this okay. is- this is where we die. This is uh, Vistra's- this is Vistra's city, man. The she first one magic. is going to be, uh, that is going to be- 41 points of force damage on the first hit. Yep. Which is going to propel you back five feet. It is going to move five feet toward you. 
and is going to strike you a second time for 44 points of force damage. Oh. And I need a deck save to not be knocked down the stairs. Okay. Well, so. that took over half of my HP. Uh, well, it's force damage, so it doesn't reduce. I know. It took over half of my HP. Okay, just making sure. Yes, no, it did reduce. I took 80-some 80, 80 points of damage. I think it was 85? Yep, yep. Cool, I can't take another one oh, of those. I got another one. Cool. All right, I have one more. One more. Okay, what'd you roll on one? Okay, Vistra, you're going to fall down the stairs. Um you are going to be laying on the stairs and prone at the start of your next turn. Cool. Okay. Uh, giant Hand is going to approach and is going to... So you have fallen behind your people, uh, which means that this one is going to attempt to grab uh, Lysithian. Yes. Uh, all right. So I need you to make me a deck saving throw. Okay, this is gonna be a uh, ten. Ten? Oh, mm -hmm. that's great! That's great! That's great! Um, the giant hand picks you up and begins to squeeze you. You can feel your ribs realign. Bye, guys. Uh, you are grappled, Woo. Uh, and it is going to use. Let's see, it's. Uh, it is going to use the rest of its speed to to lift you, basically. Uh, now, Cat, that means that you will have an opportunity attack. Oh, I will take that opportunity attack with my sword, my rapier, to be more specific. That sounds great. Go ahead and make me an attack. Here we. What'd you get? Nine. A nine. So you just yeah. you try, you try so hard, and you get so far, but in the end, you can't hit the the hand. Uh, and you can't Ow. hit the hand because friend hand is coming at you. Oh, no. The last hand surges out the door and uh, that is going to be, uh, that's gonna be one one miss for sure. Yay. Uh, it is going to, it is going to uh, surge past you, smashing through the railing. And uh, I'm gonna spend a hurt them more for it to reverse course. And do you want me to make a deck save at the same time? Uh, for what? To avoid being knocked down or grappled? No, 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 no. It's just going to oh. turn around and smack you. Okay. Uh, so, let me... I didn't crit, though. Butt smacks. Butt smacks. All right. So, um, it's going to turn around and is going to punt you with a 19. Does that hit? That hits. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, it's going to knock you five feet into the room. Oh. Uh, as it turns around and punches you for 26 points of force damage. Okay. All right. And that is its turn. Uh, it is Velen's turn. Sorry that I have so many turns in a row, friends. Uh, Velen is going to use uh, Blight on one of them and hope that it works. Nice. Uh because she's panicking. These things are terrifying. Uh, blight. So, dramatic, blah, blah, blah. Make a constitution save. Please fail. That's a fail. 
Holy crap. Uh, she is going to point at the, the one that Lysithian is being grappled by. Because that's the most sensible thing. Uh, and necromatic energy is going to stream out of her hand, coil around this thing. And it is going to take 35 points of necrotic damage. Uh, that is that one. It is still up. Uh, okay. That could be way worse, though. Uh, and that is all that she can do, really. She doesn't have a bonus spell that would work in this case. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Katarina, you are up. What do you do? You have okay, been knocked well, into the room. I'm knocked into the room. Uh, the hand that Velen just hit uh, looks like it's hurt, at least. Oh, yes, it is very badly hurt. Bits of arcane energy are starting to, to like, come out through cracks of these black tendrils that start, like, plunging through it like bad tattoos or veins that have been polluted by oil. Mm. I'm going to attack it with my rapier. Sure, that sounds good, um, so... Uh, so, there is the one that just threw you through the door. That is the one that is directly in front of you. And you'll have to get past that one. Oh, okay. So, basically, okay. it punted you back into the room. Sorry, we got a lot of floating hands going on. Yeah, Three of to... them are in the air outside of the room, kind of floating around the landing. One of them is in the doorway because it punched you in. And then one of them is kind of holding Lysithian kind of in the center of the room. Well, it's kind of just above. Like, Lysithian has a chance of grabbing something on the way down, at least at this point. So, that'll help um, good. So with the one that Velen hit, would I be able to... If you made a ranged attack, you could try to hit it. So I could shoot my crossbow at it? Yes, you could. Okay, I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Um, and you are five feet away from an enemy, so you will not have disadvantage on this. Okay, cool. You are more right. than five feet away, anyway. Here we go. Because it did punch you. Um, a 19 doesn't hit, does it? A 19 does not hit... Damn. You had determination, but if I hadn't answered that question, you could have spent determination. Yeah, that's. I didn't think of that until right now. That's, that's fine. Okay. Um, but as a bonus action, okay. uh, she's going to uh, sh shout up to Lysithian um, to light him up. Smoke him if um, you got him. And. Uh, and. and in a tune that sounds very much like something that I can't actually say here because it's copyrighted, but by a wonderful band called Fall Out Boy. So light it up, up, up. That one? That one. It's on fire. All right, Lysithian, it is your turn at last. And All you right. are turning even bluer as this thing. And, okay. and you have the D8, by the way. Just Great. Oh, you're it. having a D8 finally. I know. So bother, good. bother, bother. He can go fuck himself right now. He probably, so. he isn't. He, he's not into that, but hey. <laughs> um, so I'd like to try to get out of this grapple. Please. All right, you may make a deck save. Or pardon me, you can make me an escape check. Uh, so check? that's. Um, it can be acrobatics, actually. Ooh, okay. So you can do a strength okay. or dex to escape. It's either acrobatics or I believe athletics. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I'm gonna add my determination to this. All right. Saying it now. It's gonna be 14, uh, 18 total. You writhe out of the hand as it lifts you up. Can you make me a deck save as you as you fall out of the hand? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, it's gonna be nine. Nine. Okay, you are going to fall, and uh, I'm gonna say, well, let's play a game called High or Low is Good for You. So you pick. Uh, high, you will hit the ground and be prone. Uh, oh, pardon me. Uh, high or low is good for you. Which one do you prefer, high or low? Let's go lower. Let's go lower cool. is better. Low, you hit, you just get, are prone. High, it took you enough that you can't grab the edge of the railing and are going to fall down the tower. Cool. Let's go, okay. boys. Uh, how tall do you think this tower is? I guess is the question that we need to know right now. I don't I'm, know, DM. How tall is this tower? How much like okay, jelly are we dealing with, boy? Are you are you jelly? Are you jelly? No, I'm Kelly. Um, one sec. I gotta measure low. this thing against the. Okay. So I was is, imagining like forty. Feet. I thought it was. I thought it was no. like thirty feet. Where was that? That's elsewhere. So hold on. I gotta go to the map real quick and I gotta check the measurement because they don't tell me shit. Okay, so it's Y7? This is where I die today, boys. <laughs> you die? You, you made it to that Bardic Inspiration to that role? You know? You you can. Right, I can. Let me roll that D8. Do it, do it, do it. Dude, rolls a one. I, dude, I thought I rolled a one. I rolled a seven. So okay. 16. Uh, you, as you look down, I got to check this real quick. One sec, one sec. Uh, that is, you know what? The tower's only... 60 feet tall? Splat goes less iffy. Uh, hold on. Yeah, dude. Uh, There's that's... no way I'm living through this. Okay. Uh, Lysithian, you are going to tumble through... Uh, you are going to tumble through the air... And as you do, you are going to see the edge of the railing slip by your fingers. And as you tumble, thank God that hand punched the rest of the railing out. You're going to grab a little bit of this iron that is hanging off the edge, bent and down, and just hang onto it with one hand. You do not fall down the tower on your turn. What would you like to do with the rest of your action? Uh, I believe you have uh, you have a bonus action, I believe, still. Bonus action. Yeah, I can't really do anything with it, though. I don't have anything for bonus action, so um, I'm just gonna hang out. Okay, but you didn't e fall. But I didn't. We'll see how my next strength check goes to get back up. We'll see how that goes. Sounds good. Callie, it's your turn. Callie, you've ran down the edge of this. I'm going to, so like I said, the tower's about 60, 70 feet tall. So you've kind of ran a bit down. There is a big fist here, big fist here, big fist here, and big fist blocking the door. Uh, the one that Lysithian just popped out of, uh, they have tumbled down and are hanging off the banister. What do you do? Now, I will say the hand that they were in is bloodied is the wrong word, but it is the correct term. It's a spell, though, correct? Uh, and I know that it's Bigby's. It looks like Bigby's, but there's something strange about this. Shit, really? Okay. Yes, there is. The, you you do not think counterspell would work. That's not what I was going to do. I was going to do dispel. Um... And because 
Callie's thinking it looks like big bees, I'd be casting it at a fifth level. Something... I mean, you, you, you can do what you like. You can do what you like. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay, so it's that Callie thinks it looks like Big Bees, but not that it is Big Bees, then. Uh, you... Callie, Callie would likely flash back to something that was said in the book that Lysithian read them. Is that the magic is essentially kind of uh, acting on its own? Uh, I will reread this in to you because you were listening and you are not your character. Uh, another good thing for DMs. Remember, the characters and players are different, so characters pay better attention than players do. Um, and that's not a slight. That's just the fact that it's a life it's versus a, a 10 30 at night and it's really hot and I'm really sweaty. Okay. <laughs> uh... um, what is it? Boop, 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 boop. The spells are alive. There are no mages behind them. Okay. So that's not going to work. So though. that was specifically stated earlier, so I'll give you that. I have the same thought, though, so you're fine, Kelly. Like, I, I, well, I, I'm, I was looking I'm desperately at that. looking through my shit, trying to find something that will work. Because, like, if nobody's hitting on a 19, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to hit these? So, um... don't really have anything that'll affect them, so... I'm trying to think, what can I even do to try and save Lysithian? Mm, they're they're out of range. You could you could turn yeah. into a bird and like grab them. You could you could turn into an attack helicopter holding up an evoker in their claws. <laughs> I don't think that's a CR I can turn into. No no no. no. You, you turn into a giant you turn eagle. Into a bird which... and you hold me and I'm like. <laughs> so together you become an attack helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a high enough ceiling to avoid these things though. <laughs> But it's worth so. it. The, the image is worth it. Oh, it's um, so fucking funny. And I guess these things are all clustered kind of around where Lysithian is. They're kind of like right over them and this general kind of like top landing at the top of the banister. Mm. Once again, sorry I don't have maps. No, it's okay. Yeah. Also, sorry, I uh, I didn't... I, I, I hadn't thought about how confusing this might be, so hang I just have fucking... uh, As long as you're having fun, that's what's important. One winged angel is blasting in my ears. I have no issue. Well, I guess um, I'll waste a wild shape and go and try and grab Lysithian. Wow, I'm a waste of a wild shape. I hear you. What I got, too! (laughs) What are you you turning into? (laughs) What? What are you turning into? Uh, I guess giant eagle or something. Okay, do you... uh, So you just leap the railing and go... Yeah, and catch, uh, okay. catch like this and put them down, and then I guess turn back, because I can't fight them like a giant eagle. Why not? Because it's not very good. Oh, That's I mean, right. you could... Why don't They're you turn pretty into fucking that weak. <laughs> like, turn into something that can fight them, then. You act like there's something that can. Yeah. Most of these things don't add anything. That's fair. Dude. Compared to Callie, like... Christine, you do what you want to do. You do what bro. you want to do. Okay, so turning into a giant eagle, you will use your bonus action to do that. You'll fly Depose. over, um, and you will be able to pull Lysithian up as your action. Good, good, very good. Sorry? I'm actually going to fly down, because I'm not going into a attack of opportunity range. Okay, so you're going to, yeah, and Lysithian. I'll just kind of circle over, kind of back to where I was or something. Okay, sounds good. Uh, 
boom. Okay, that's you. Uh, Bigby's hand number one, the one that punched you, is going, or the tri that you blasted earlier with uh, Moonbeam, uh, which is still up, but you had to use your bonus action to do that, uh, is going to circle around and uh, is going to try to punch you, because it can. Uh, what a bitch. Cool. Uh, you are in giant eagle form right now still, because shape-shifting out costs an action, doesn't it? For a bonus action? Callie? I think you can just drop it. Can you just drop it? Yeah. As far as I know, you can just fucking drop it, but I'm not hmm. looking at my shit right now. Uh, well, Callie, whatever form you're in, you can make an opportunity attack against my botch. Uh, yeah, it's a bonus action to drop out. Cool. So you're in giant oh, eagle okay. form. This thing is going to dive bomb you. Uh, make me an opportunity attack. Okay. Um, okay. So when you've got two different ways to attack, but it kind of... Pick your favorite. Well, because they do the thing of, like, you have a multi-attack, and it's these two things. So you just pick one of them? You just, you just pick your favorite. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. All right, so you try to punch it, but it doesn't manage to punch you as you kind of, you caw out of the way. Uh, so it is right in front of you. Uh, so it's going to be there. You're going to be there. I'm, I'm using dice to do this. So Lysithian is kind of... Is Lysithian just, like, on the platform? Or did you set them down behind you? Uh, I kind of just put them down, I think. Like, put them down on the stairs behind you? Or did you, like... Well, I'm probably just above them. Well, you said that you went over to them and then went back to where you were on the stairs. Yes. Okay, so... But you... I wouldn't have landed, because what's the point of landing as a giant eagle? Okay, so you're still holding Lysithian. No, I would have put them down. On the stairs? Yes. Okay. But the, like... No, sorry. They're just not behind me, behind me. Okay. They're kind of below me, I guess? All right. Uh, I don't know. It's then... hard when there's three dimensions involved. Uh, Vistra, it is your turn. What do you do? You are prone. And I haven't had a yeah. chance to... I should have hit you with number one. Damn it. It's fine. Um, so how far away am I from everything? Like, do they... Because uh, you push me down the stairs. So how far down like am I? five feet. You've got two oh, floating okay. hands kind of like in the air directly above you. Uh, one of which is floating way above you. That was kind of like, oh, I had this blue thing. And then another one that kind of flew over your head and tried to punch an eagle. Okay, so I guess I spend my action getting up you spent half your movement getting up yes that, sorry yes half my movement and then i'll i will take two attacks at this thing in front of me Sounds that's good. kind of um oh boy um my dice do not like me tonight so uh, i right. will still attack recklessly i'm not doing great weapon master on it though okay Nabich. Nabich. My dice don't like me tonight. This is when I rolled in at 20s. Nope. I'm really glad I didn't. Um. Didn't what? Fucking hell. Oh my god. I rolled. Okay. So I rolled. I rolled a 1 and a 13 for my first roll. And then I rolled two twos for my second roll. So the second hit doesn't hit. Okay. Um, but will a 22 hit? The 22 will hit. Cool. So that will hit. God. Damn it, Vistra, you are just not on your game today, girl. How much damage um, do you do? 
Uh, yeah, because I'm still raging because I did get I got hit. I did get hit, so I'm still raging because yep. I. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be eleven points of damage. Eleven points of damage, and uh, yeah. did you? Why did you roll a one? I rolled a three. Okay, eleven. Points yeah, of yeah. Damage it's on it's it's a really two. good night for Vistra. If you're having it, it'll be, what, five? Yeah. All right. Uh, rush, uh, rushing upward, you are going to embed your axe into the side of the hand. The pinky finger is going to go flying and then just into glitter against the wall. It is. It looks pretty perturbed, and it's its turn. It is going to, if it could look at you, it would. Uh, it is going to, uh, you reckless attacked, so it is going to punch you in the face. Cool. Uh, that is a 26 to, a to hit you. Yep. Sorry? Yep. I said I should have quaffed a bonus po I should have quaffed a potion as my bonus action. But well. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you're going to take 28 points of force damage as it cranks you in the face. It's going to push you five feet. Okay. Okay. Uh, number three uh, is very annoyed uh, and got blasted by Velen. Uh, it is going to actually miss Velen. That's impossible. It rolled a toe. What the hell? Uh, so a giant hand goes <laughs> right next to Velen as she leaps out of the way, kind of screeching, uh, which is going to draw the ire of one of the other ones that is going to not miss her. Uh, she goes spend shield to make it miss, though. All right. Cool. Uh, and I am out of hand attacks, if I'm not mistaken. That one attacked Vistra, that one attacked Velen, Velen. Uh, Velen's turned. Velen is, uh, going to use her Wand of Magic Missile on the one that missed her and is going to spend two spell levels into it. Uh, th five Magic Missiles are going to... Uh, deal 17 points of... That's really freaking fortunate. Okay, and the hand is going to explode into spectral dust. Um, these things can be hurt. Um, there are three of them remaining. One of them directly in front of Callie. One of them directly next to Valen being pushed away by her shield. And one of them directly in front of Vistra with four fingers, including the thumb. Uh, and that is Cat's turn. Cat. Okay, well... So the one that was the one that was facing you turned around and tried to punch Valen. Okay, I'm gonna try and shoot that one. Sounds good. Uh, so pulling up my crossbow and pulling the trigger. What'd you get? It's cocked between a twenty and a fourteen. Uh, I'm gonna well, roll that's, with a, a different one. That's probably a hit. But roll it again if it's cocked. All right, that is going to be a 21. 21? Not the not 20, that would have been nice, but hey, well, not, not the 14. About hitting the thing. All right, that's a hit. Roll me damage. Coming right up as one bolt gets loosed, and it takes a do 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 do. 
Oh, wait, no, that's just ba base damage because uh, she doesn't add proficiency to that, so 13. 13 points of damage. You're going to wedge your bolt in, and the bolt is going to kind of bop around inside of its spectral hand, kind of annoyingly, but it's going to, like, knock little, like, pew, 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 like, springing leaks of magic out of it as it's bouncing around. Uh, it is bloodied. Um, and is there any kind of cover in this room? Uh, there, yeah, you can rush over to the pedestal with the tower on top of it and hide behind it. Cool. Can I touch the tower while I'm there? See yes, if you... anything interesting sure, happens? Yeah, you totally can. Okay, I'm going to see see if anything interesting happens if by touching the tower. Okay, uh, one second, please. Uh, let me just flip back to that page because I'm bouncing <laughs> back and forth across this book. Um... Let's see if I'm about to make things significantly worse. Okay. Uh, a glowing doorway, eight feet tall, four feet wide, and five feet away from the pedestal suddenly goes... And that's going to be the end of your turn. Uh, okay. Question. Where is my moonbeam in all this? It is in the center of the room, uh, right, actually right on top of where Katarina is right now. Because it would hurt Katarina, too. So you didn't drop it directly on that. You kind of dropped it to the side so you could hit two of them. So they can kind of angle around it, I'll say. Okay, just just saying. It is still there. Like, it's not gone. Sounds and it it doesn't disintegrate. Dis okay, so... Discriminate. I, th I thought you were going to say disintegrate and then discriminate and then just kind of a thing. Uh, that was good. Lysithian, you are up and are down on, All the, right. on the ground. What do you do? Okay, in uh, regards to where I am... Yes. Uh, so there Where is. Are the, uh, okay, so the you hats. are right here. You are right on the stairs. Okay. Callie is above you. And there's a big fist going like five feet above your head. Okay. Are there any other hands sort of in range? Or yes. is it just the uh, big boy? There is the one with the crossbow bolt over by Valen. And then there is. Let's see, that one. And then there's one slightly up the stairs punching Vister in the face. I'm just double checking something really quick. Uh, that one is 15 feet away from you. Okay. If you're using a ranged attack, uh, don't forget that uh, you'll suffer disadvantage for having an enemy in your face. That's true. So I'm just double checking something. And your friend in the chat is wishing you luck. Thanks, bitch. I don't know who it is, but hello. Love you. <laughs> I'm not looking at the chat. I'm reading something up. It is um, Allison. Happy anniversary, my love. It's her it's her first wedding anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Yay. Oh, that's so that's so fun. Yay. Okay. Cool. I was double checking uh sculpt spell bullshit. Okay, so if I were to No, if I were to back up they would get the fucking um the, my question is if yes. I were to they're not within like a 15 foot cone possibly maybe because i'm thinking frost fingers yes they are and that would you'd risk hitting vistra as well but the thing is evocation savant with uh with uh, sculpt spells i can you, can you can do this yeah and yeah yep. because i'm casting at the third level okay. so i can omit uh up to four creatures okay um so, and I said they, the other I mean, one the was 15 DC... feet in front of you, so I'll say that that hits the that could hit the one in front of Vista as well. 
Yes, so I'm going to um, cast this and okay. um, try to blast all of them. I need the DC 16 con save. Okay, so you'll you'll be going for two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one success. That's two successes. Dicks! I'm so mad! I'm Spare sorry, I'm now. sorry. They have really good con. Ah. Uh, does anything happen? On a, on a win? Uh, let me double check. Because uh, Frostfinger's in the back of this book. I Half can as much damage on a successful one. Okay, that's not the worst then. I was like, okay. It's still 48, so <laughs> halved, but all right. Okay, okay, this could have been, all right, so. Uh, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That one's fighting Fistra, and that one's. Uh, it's going to be 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage each? Okay. Yep. Of cold damage. And it is a... All right. Uh, two, two of your barrages of... Uh, pardon me. Your cone of frost fingers erupts out, and you see, like, the hands start to get blue and frostbitten for a moment and start to shiver slightly out of annoyance. And then uh, any does... non-magical liquids that aren't being carried free. Okay, they have no liquid inside of them, but they do yeah. look like the, like they're, that did injure them. Good to know. All, All right, cold right. shit works. And uh, that's going to be me. <laughs> Top of the initiative, Callie. There's one directly in front of you. What do you do? Okay, and that's the one that just got hit with cold? Yes. Does it seem very injured? It seems it's definitely injured a bit. Okay. Uh, parts of it are flaking off and cracking. And these things hit freaking hard, it seems like. They do. And whatnot. How high above the stairs is it? Uh, right now, it is uh, it is floating at roughly the same height as you, so I think probably about, about 10 like feet up. 10 feet? Okay. Yeah. So I want to try something that's a melee spell attack. Okay. A touch one. Okay. So I'm going to bonus action back into Cali okay. and go... And just drop oh, on it. motherfucker. Okay. All right. Um, it's a melee spell attack. It's a touch attack. Not fucking 20, baby. Okay. About time. Contagion. Oh, Get shit. Get it. Oh, shit. How does that work? Oh, yeah. I am a casting slimy doom on you. No. The creature begins to bleed uncontrollably and has disadvantage on constitution checks and saving throws. In addition, whenever it takes damage, it is stunned until the end of its next turn. Okay. Um, so you have three turns in which to try and throw this off before it becomes so, basically um, permanent. And... So you must make a con saving throw at the end of each of your turns. And if you succeed, you throw it off. Okay, and which... But you are disadvantaged at those saving throws now. And that was what filth fever or something that you used or uh, slimy doom. It was literally called slimy doom. Okay. Yeah, it's the one right at the bottom. It's the con. It's the one that okay. affects con saves. That is freaking great. So you have disadvantage it... on con saves, and if you get hit, you are stunned. And this will affect me. Okay, that's great. Uh, that is its turn, uh, or that is your turn. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna take its turn now, and it's gonna punch you because that's it has what to it make a con save. At the beginning of every one of its turns to do, or else what? Um, well, you have three chances to throw this off. 
Oh, so sorry. it's a disadvantaged con save. Okay, so um, that cocked, and that actually matters. So hold on, let me. Uh, that's a twelve. Okay, that okay. is a fail. That's a fail. Okay, so that is. Uh, so, you, so you've used your first chance. Okay, I've used my first chance. So I only have three chances to shrug this. Yeah, and then it lasts for seven days. Oh, it's not gonna last that long. Uh, it's it's gonna it's gotta punch you. Okay. It's it's got to. It's got. Does a fifteen hit? Yes. Okay. Uh, a fifteen hits. Oh, actually, no, it doesn't. Never mind. I'm not a giant eagle anymore. You're not. You're my apologies. I forgot so this, that I just switched back. So as you slam into it and land on the ground next to Lysithian, is going to punch down next to you and take out a chunk of the wall next to you. Um, you will actually see it start to fall. Like the wall cracks open, creating a hole about the size of a halfling in it that just like looks down over the ruined city. Uh, that is its round. Vistra, there's one directly in front of you and one 10 feet behind you. What do you do? Um, so I'm getting surrounded. Okay. Um, well, the one behind you seems to be fighting Callie. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, oh boy. I <laughs> bonus action. I'm going to quaff a potion because okay. Vistra ain't no fool. Um, 44 plus four. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got it. Yeah. I roll cool. potions. Remember? Ah, yes. I Actually, don't, because I've never I've never taken a potion. All right, you are going to heal. There we go. Uh, Eighteen points of damage. Okay, well that's that, that, actually, that is actually, nice. I actually rolled pretty kind of nice. That's two less than max. I know, but I'm, I'm, yes, yes, yes. I, I still like it. it it's How gonna be ungrateful not great. is this one? Very, I'm very so ungrateful. Right, this is true. We're going to bother very. her. Yeah, we're going to bother yeah. her extra. I'm going like to cast reminding. sending and cast sending to you while I'm standing right next to you. You're just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Okay. Recklessly attack. You are gonna recklessly Twice. attack. Yep. Um, because uh, my dice hate me tonight, and no, because I haven't. Did they? No, I'm not gonna do great weapon master. Are you sure? Oh. Positive. Okay. Because these are barely, these are I rolling absolute caca. Okay. So, twenty-two to hit was my lowest one. Okay, twenty-two to hit will be a hit. Cool. Finally, Vistra, you are doing something. Yep. You're not being a piece of poo poo tonight. All right. All right. My dice could roll better. Um, uh, so 14, 20, 22 points of piercing damage. Piercing damage from what? My great axe. You mean slashing. Slashing, sorry. Yep. I Brain poke him with my axe. All right, 22 points of slashing. That's, uh, and you remember to add your raging bonus as well? Yep. Okay. Uh, 22, this is the one that Vistra is fighting. All right, it is still on its fingers, but you have chopped its thumb off. You have chopped another one of its fingers off. It is basically giving you... I was going to say, Vistra's oh, like... No, I said, you, I said you, it's, giving you a, it's giving you the peace sign. The other peace sign, though? <laughs> no, it's not giving you the other peace sign. All right, and hello, Ray. Good to see you there. Uh, 
we are getting uh, we're getting the hand. All right, so it is right in your face. Uh, it only has two fingers left. Uh, it is going to just it's gonna it's gonna go for the eyes. It's gonna try to poke you <laughs> oh, with a reckless no. attack. Uh, that is going to be a twenty-five to hit. Yep. Uh, okay, so one, two, Kel three, four. Oh, that's the next one. Uh, that is going to be 25 points of force damage right to the noggin as this giant floating spectral hand just boop and three stooges you in the face. Oh boy. Oh boy, well, well, that was, that was, uh, that was not so great. So for the raid that's coming right now, they're fighting these. Wee. Giant spectral hands. That We're sure fighting like so many fucking hands. I am. So it is. It is We're bad. We're throwing it hands is, with the hands. We're, We're throwing, throwing hands. hands. Okay. All right. So that is its turn. Uh, now it is. Oh, that one's dead. Uh, and then this was the one that was trying to fight Velen. Uh, except Katarina just opened a door. Uh, it is going to turn. Velen's going to get a free shot at it. Velen is not going to be able to. Uh, and it is going to go straight at Cat. Does it go through the moonbeam? Yeah. The ten foot wide moonbeam. I will give it. I'll give it a check for that. I will give it a check for moonbeam, uh, and uh, what does it save for that? Uh, Constitution saving throw. One sec. No. Let me double check. Ah, uh, yeah, con save. Okay. Uh, it has a sixteen. Oh, does it actually fail? Oh, damn, 17. I had advantage on that, too. Uh, all right, so give me damage. Uh, it takes 2d10 radiant on a fail. Uh, so it is going to... It's it's trying to get there as quickly as possible, so it's surging directly through to try to punch Cat. 18. 18? Holy crap. That's actually... That's the only damage this one's taken so far. That's radiant. Okay, so that is math, 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 math. Okay, 30... 90, 22, and it's gonna punch cat. It's gonna punch cat with a nat 20! <laughs> oh no! Alright, give it oh, to no. me. Here we go, boy! Bye, cat! Wait, 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 it was wait. Nice Holy you. shit, 62 points of damage! <laughs> what? Cat, do you have anything? Falcon Punch! <laughs> Okay, Cat, do you have 60 hit points? Okay, like, um, yeah. it is going to punch you, uh, and I need you to roll me a d8. Okay. Actually, I need you to roll me a d4. Roll me, or you can roll a d and divide by half, I don't care. Okay, so that's one, two, one, two. Okay, go ahead. Two. Okay, it's punching you through the door. Oh! The big floating gateway that just appeared behind you. <sighs> Boom! And you're gonna go flying with your 10 feet. I'm actually gonna double that to, pardon me, to five feet. I'm gonna double it to 10 because of the critical. And you're gonna go flying through this glowing door. Uh, and you are out of combat. <laughs> okay, uh, Velen's turn. Uh, Velen is going to see what's going on here and is gonna go, what the hell does she have? Uh, she has, uh, is, you know what? Hideous laughter is probably not going to work. Um, she's going to cast 
Um, don't they have disadvantage on con saves right now? The one that Callie just, just the used. One. That, just it's a that. touch attack, unfortunately. Okay. But Blight isn't, and she has another spell of that level. Do it. And it just failed its save. Uh, Callie, the one that you yes, uh, Velen is going to unleash her last uh, fourth level spell, and Blight is going to rip across the floor onto the one that you harmed, which means that it no longer gets advantage on its saving throws, and it is going to take 38 points of damage, <laughs> exploding into shimmering dust. It that is, was the one I contagioned, right? That was the one you contagioned. It's gone now. So you took that right. one out. Cat, uh, I'm going to cut back to you real quick. You plunge through the glowing door on the other side of this room. Uh, probably on the other side of the universe, technically. Uh, you are going to... Boop, 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 boop. Okay. Uh, you... Uh, you arrive in a cluttered den. Let me just see if you can actually leave. <laughs> he stuck cat. Cat got fully yeeted. I think she you got, got yeeted. Uh, you <laughs> find yourself... Oh, actually, I need to check something real quick. One moment, pardon me. Just grabbing the monster manual real quick. Can um, I cure wounds myself as soon as I land? Uh, no. Damn. Mm, nope. Uh, hold on one sec. Hi, how's it going? Good to see you. Can a, a, B, C, G, H. There, H comes after G, right? Yeah. Can it bonus action quaff both? It's not your turn! Damn it! You're like, please. <laughs> please. DM, please. Please, <laughs> DM Sama. DM Sama. Okay, let's see. Uh, DM Senpai. Oh, my God. Uh, so... Uh, you That's may quaff easy. a potion. So you're going to hit the ground and skip across the floor <coughs> into this room. And uh, you may quaff a potion. Okay, I'm going to do that thing. Okay, what are you going to do? She has you... a superior healing potion. Uh, that was That's... the 84, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, so that's going to go down her throat. What doesn't go down Cat's throat? <laughs> Men. Not much. I was about that's to say I'm like, It's true. Uh, that is going to be 29 points of healing. Thank God, because I had three. Okay. Uh, and uh, what are you doing for your action? Um, she's going to, I guess, get up and uh, look, find, look around. All right. You find, yourself in a, uh, you find yourself in a cluttered room, a, a den that's 40 feet long and 20 feet wide. Sitting in it in front of a roaring fireplace is an old woman wrapped in a shawl who's just sitting in a rocking chair. Kind of... Do I see a, a door that I just got yeeted through? You do. The hand's right outside of it. You can still attack it through the gateway. But you I'm going to shoot it through the gateway. All right, do it. Hit it through the gateway. Get it, cat. Get it, cat. Uh, 21. T 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. A 10 damage. Okay. 10 damage? 10 damage. 10 damage. All right. You are going to pop that one, uh, and that is going to be a really good hit. Uh, your crossbow uh, bolt begins floating around the head. <laughs> 
Um, and it is still outside of the door, but that hit it. Are you doing anything with your movement? Um. God, should I run back out of this room? I mean, it is right in front of the door, so you'll provoke if you do. Damn. Um, I'm gonna get to cover around the edge of the door. Alright, sounds good. Um, and as you do, one sec. Oop, I'm gonna roll this with real dice. Uh, how many hit points do you have? Mike, how many hit points do you have? Oh, uh, like how many hit points do I have? Yeah. 32. That's a concerning question. Cool, 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 cool. You I forgot there was a little old lady in this room. Uh, I have to check something real quick. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh. Um, uh, can I get you to do me a favor? Uh, uh can potentially. You, can you make me a roll real quick? Uh, yep, just a d d20? Uh, yeah, tell me what you get. I got a 16. You got a 16. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh... And what's your con mod? Con oh, pardon mod me, pardon is... me. What is your wisdom mod? Wisdom mod is two. Okay. 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 Um, what is my... Just check it on. Uh, <laughs> the end of cat as we know it. <laughs> okay. 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 And uh, can you roll that one more time, please? Because I... Actually, you know what? I don't ever hurt them more. Oh, but I do have a drama bomb. I'm going to spend the drama bomb for this. Can you, re can you roll that one more time? That's going to be an eight. At eight. That sounds good. Uh, as you are hiding behind, you will hear... And you'll hear... Hello? Who's there? My sisters and I just want to talk to you, young woman. And as you turn, the old woman is standing there over you. And... Uh, as you are looking at her, you do not see out of the corner of your eye as another one with gnarled purple skin and horns pulling out of gray hair appears next to you. Hello, little piggy. And polymorphs you into a pig. Perfect what? for the pot. I'd have counterspelled it, but I can't see your bitch. It's so true. It's sorry. true. I could have done it. Sorry. <laughs> Lysithian. Down there, you see the one directly in front of you explodes. And uh, the one behind it that Vistra is fighting is pretty badly damaged. Uh, and you can hear another one somewhere, probably in that room. What do you do? Uh, whatever one I can see, um, I would like it. To, I'm going to uh, reach out my hand and I'm going to cast the Blight. I need a con save of uh, 16. Watch out. I have advantage not... on this. How badly did you fail? Not by much. But I got. But well, that's not failed. true. I got, an, I got an eleven. Okay, it's going to take forty-eight points of necrotic oh, damage. Did you, did you roll forty-eight? Yeah. Holy balls! Because the highest I can roll, I believe, is uh, sixty-four. Holy crap! I rolled, um, I rolled gross. What? So I how does this look? How does this look? Describe this for me. Describe this for me. Yeah, bitch. Um. So I'm going to um, reach out my hands and start just uh, forming the spell. And as I just flick my fingers, just black waves of necrotic energy, like almost like purplish, like a mm. purpley sickly color, just entangle and just force its way into the hand. 
almost creating bones inside and just Actually, destroy it. The last two the fingers are good and rain spectral dust down on everyone. Congratulations, you've destroyed that. There is one left and out of your sight. Tally, it's your turn. What do you do? You can hear the sound of something on the inside and you will hear an ungodly noise echo out of the other room. It sounds like a terrified pig. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the last one is the one in the room with Cat. The, yes, out of your sight line. Yes. Could that's the last one. I have moved at all towards the door? After that one is destroyed? Yeah, you can totally yeah. move. I'd like uh, you to were, take you my were... full movement without like getting into the moonbeam or anything. Sounds good. You may do so. So moving up, you will make it 10 feet into the room. You will hear a squeal coming. Uh, and another 20 feet in front of you, there is the pedestal with the little tower. And to the right of it is a glowing portal door. Cool. Can I free action grab the little tower? <laughs> Uh, no, like it's still 20 feet from you. It's still 20 feet? Okay, cool. That's the that's my goal for next time. Sorry to cut you off, Callie. I just wanted to take my movement. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. right. um, okay, so if that's the only one left, then Callie's going to run up to the landing. Okay, so that'll cost you, from where you are, that'll cost you 20 feet. Okay, that's good enough. 20 feet to the door, we'll say. Okay, sounds good to me. And I'll stay there and move the moonbeam into this hand. Okay, sounds good, and... Because it's still up. I haven't okay, taken damage yet, so it's not gone down Now that's yet. a nat 20, so you only got half damage on me. Okay. That was a nat 20 and a nat 19. Where you can also bow, find bow, Hayden. Ha! Ah, max damage. Okay, so that's 10. 10. Okay, this thing is very badly damaged. I'll let you picture... I'll let you tell me which two of its fingers have been blown off. I think it's pinky. Ah. Oh, the, both the end ones? Yes, it's kind so of... So it's like throwing up like a gang sign? Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so that is going to be it. You have your bonus action that you'd like to spend? Do you have anything? Oh, actually, no, that was your bonus action to move the moonbeam, wasn't it? No, that's an action. Is it a full action? Okay. Yes. Uh, all right, so that is... It is not is... like Flaming Sphere. Flaming Sphere is better in that it only takes a bonus action, but it's just less damage. Mm -hmm. Moonbeam mm -hmm. is higher damage, but takes an action to move. And it covers more area, yeah. Or no, yeah. yeah, it does cover. It covers twice as much. Uh, all right, Vister, actually, three times as much. Be three point. Though, if you're within five feet of the flaming sphere, mm, okay. it affects anyway, you. Uh, Vister, it is your turn now. Uh, okay, so, Vister, you you are ten I? feet from the door, which means that you are a total of thirty feet away from the hand. Cool. Which, okay, so I don't have to use my bonus action to dash. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> uh, I will run up and hit it. All right, you Will may. I get in the moonbeam's beam? Uh, yes, you you will, actually, because it is a five-foot radius. Yep. So you will have to make a deck save. Alternatively, you could try to throw things at it. Well, yeah, but I have a great axe out. I'm, I'm sorry, Kelly, was that? Sorry, it's a con save. Oh, sorry, con save. Oh, con? That's take half. It still though. take half damage. Yeah. Fuck. What do you want to do? Five. Four, three, two, rage. Oh no, oh, friggin' hell, I will attack it. Okay, rushing into the moonbeam, I need you to make a con save. Yep. Also, are you a shape changer? I'm joking, roll. I know. Um. I think, I, I think she rolled well. 
think this I is going well. Best. I read or rolled the best roll I could have rolled, guys. Cool. Callie, you want to do me a favor and roll me 2d10? Fuck. And re-roll ones. <laughs> Don't need to. I rolled max again. Okay. Oh, Vister, no. you're going to take 20 points of radiant damage. Cool. How many hit points do you have left? Five. You're fine. All right. Yep. Rushing forward, you bring your axe to bear. The moonlight scalds your flesh, and... I will roll twice. Great, not great weapon master. You know what? Fuck it, great weapon master reckless. Okay. Fucking do it. Do it, just do, do it. it. Well, if this is how Vistra goes, this is how Vistra goes. I like that you I think you're just gonna, gonna go. Eaten, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh... <laughs> Plus four. Uh, yeah, also, so that's going to be a 22 for the lowest one. That's, and that's minus your minus five? Yeah, so I'm adding four, not my nine. Roll me damage. Um, it is, so those both hit. So it starts with my base of 34 damage. All right, that's, how do you want to do this? Okay, <laughs> didn't even get to add my 11 and my eight. <laughs> um, so how she does it, she just... um. She's like, I'll show you a finger, and uh, she'll cut off the thumb first, then, then the index finger. Oh, sorry. And then she will flip the bird and cut that one off, okay, like down so the middle. A bunch of slashes are cut through the air, and the last one of these, uh, the last one of these awful spectral hands vanishes in front of you, and as it does. We are going to exit combat rounds, and you are going to hear the sound of whispering and laughing through a glowing, a glowing doorway. Eight feet tall, four feet wide, and five feet away from the pedestal, right in front of you. You can hear sound, but not see through it at this angle. And as you all assembled there at the front of it, you will hear the sound of a squealing pig crying in terror. Wee! 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 And then echoing through the door, you will hear the unmistakable laughter. <laughs> of what could only be hacks. Which is where we're going to pick up next Monday. Yep. Because Callie's all like, yeet! That's gotta be where Cat is. <laughs> of course it is. Thank oh, you, Mike. This is gonna for... yeet with five HP. It's gonna be great. I have so, a potion. It'll be fine. There we go. That's next episode, folks. Oh, oh, oh boy. And guess what? There are a few of them. Clever girl. You're giving me hags. Thank you, Kelly. I know it's in the module, but I love hags. There we and go. Lysithian, there's yes. at least three of them. So you know what that means. I do. That's why I had to double check the rules because I'm like, oh shit, one moment. Uh, because sleep wouldn't have worked. But that certainly does. This is going to be good. All right. So uh, Well, at least they'll get affected by some of my spells. Exactly, yeah. dude. dude. I am also I going to say that <laughs> polymorph normally pops if something takes damage. But I'm going to say that hags have ways around that to cook people. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Because I hate it when D&D kind of limits the role-playing potential through their... Because their... they're trying to prevent the rules from making it so that you can just cheese out, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I, mean, I feel like with hags, you know, they're bad enough that they'd be able to just be like, yeah. Well, but, I, I guess it doesn't matter if you put them in your, like, instant pot, right? If the instant pot's big enough for a human, it doesn't matter if you pop back to normal. Yeah, Good they point. plump when you cook them. Oh. Anyway. That was okay. so oh, funny. We bought an instant pot today. I'm so they're, happy. They're, they're so good. They're so good. Um, all right. So, folks, hey, if this is your first time over here with Dork Tales, I know that you have some Some of us are, or some of you are coming here from a raid. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a sub over on YouTube where you can find our old materials, including the other previous episodes of Ram of the Frostmaiden. Uh, if you are listening on podcast right now, I want to say thank you very much and very sorry that I was so negligent. I will be much better in the future. I promise I won't hurt you like this again. You can trust me. You can't. How dare. You, you probably can't trust me, but I'm going to get better. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start maybe paying one of my friends to help me. Uh, um, I don't know with what, maybe just love, um, hey, folks. Uh, and Hey, if you have, uh, an Amazon prime subscription or a little bit of extra pocket change, you can subscribe to this channel to give us some more money to do equipment and to, you know, like pay people to help me edit. Uh, cause it's a lot of work. Uh, Hayden can, can vouch for that. It's a lot of work. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, and you can always uh, support us over on Patreon if you feel compelled. Uh, but in the meanwhile, we will see you later. We have Candlekeep Mysteries tomorrow night, uh, Shards of Nern on Wednesday, and then uh, Reign of Emerys on Friday. So it's a big D&D week here on Dork Tales. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. We love you. Rhyme of the Frostmaiden is a Dork Tales production. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark, and it stars Hayden Davio as Lacithian Callisto, Robin Halford as Vister Dankill, Mike McGee as Katarina Firestring, and Christine Rattray as Callie Thornhill. To watch us live, visit twitch.tv slash dorktales, or you can view our back catalog on youtube.com slash dorktales. Want to help Dorktales grow? Rate and leave us a review and share us with your friends. Our opening theme is Cold Journey by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Winter Night, also by Alexander Nakarada. This episode also featured music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Travis Savoy, the RPG music maker. A full list of the music used in this episode is available in the show notes below. Ambient music and sound effects are by TabletopAudio.com, one of the best free tools for dungeon masters anywhere. I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at Patreon.com slash Dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the Great and Powerful, and Shulton, who leveled up to a god, but still has the right kind of evil. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, and Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, Dave, also known as Frog Legs, our level 10 hero, Trizelta, also known as James Bodage, our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, Mike McGee and their glorious nails, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, the great and powerful Nacro, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the Wine Master, and our Dork Squad, Jen Peters, Caitlin, Amy, Batran, and Willem and Isolde. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dork Tales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.